Hey everyone and welcome to another edition of the Jim and the King NFL Podcast. I'm Jim, sitting to my left is Philly, Si, and we're here to talk about the NFL. What's up, Si? Hello. Oh, I've missed you, man. It's only, it been, it's only been one week. Come on. Feels like a year. Wow. <laughs> Must have been really w- rough last week. It was. Yeah. It was. The absolute helmet Dave managed to ruin the picks with his phone being too close to the microphone. Yep. So that's why we didn't release the picks video. Um, so all those waiting for it on YouTube. Sorry, guys. But uh, hopefully this week will be different. Yep. He's been um, benched for the week. He's been benched for at least a week. Yeah. Think about what he did. He's got a pain in his neck. Like, <laughs> like Joe Flacco. <laughs> yeah. He mm. spoke out about the organisation. Yes. Uh, let's talk about some news, shall we? So we've got loads to talk about today. Yeah. Um, so the first bit of news is that Ken Wisenhunt has been fired. Despite a lucky escape against the Bears on Sunday, he's been shown the door in LA. There were three losses in the row before that win, of course, and they haven't managed um, over 40 rushing yards in four straight games. Mm. So what do we reckon about Ken Wisenhunt going? Well, offensively, they've gone backwards this, yes. this season, so it's probably not a huge surprise. Well, they won 12 last year, didn't they? Yeah, so. exactly seems a little bit harsh that they so quickly turned away when you know it's the defence which is not playing well yeah I think both sides yeah um, yeah I, I guess he's a hangover from Mike McCoy's regime as well which never helps your yeah. job yeah. prospects yeah definitely uh, apparently the QB coach Shane Steichen 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 will take over for now with Antolin heavily involved according to Ian Rappaport so Props to Ian Rappaport there for giving yeah. us that bit of news. And Anthony Lim for putting his neck on the line. <laughs> his neck's already on the line. Well, no, even more on the line. Even more. Yeah. Well, we've got nothing to lose now. No, exactly. Uh, then let's talk about some trades. Mm. So there were lots of talk about trades, but not many really came through in the end. No. But there were some nice ones. Leonard Williams, I think, was the biggest, from the Jets to the Giants, which is nice to see. Finally go. getting along. Yeah. The, uh, the war is ending. The Giants have sent a third-round pick in 2020 and a fifth-rounder in 2021 and will pay two million of Williams's remaining six million salary. The fifth ra- the fifth pick can become a fourth rounder if Williams signs an extension before the start of the twenty twenty league year. That's a lot of a third and potentially if, maybe. But so it's a third and base and potentially a fourth. fourth. Yeah, you would expect it to be a fourth for Leonard Williams. Well. Yeah, who has been fairly decent mm-hmm. at the Jets. You know, he had some promise a couple of years ago. Then yep. it kind of all well, Jets got very Jetsy yeah. for the last couple of years and. Anyone playing well is kind of overshadowed by the loss column. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was the sixth overall pick in 2015, so they were hoping they were going to get a bit more out of him. But yeah. do you think that's a fair fair amount back for what they gave up? Pro- probably. Yeah. Um, I mean, he was then due, of course, a big salary extension. Yeah, yeah which is... So. I guess it kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's just another dismantling of the, the defensive line, which was the one bright spot for the, the Jets for a while. Yeah. Uh, then of course Kenyon Drake in the fire sale that is the Miami Dolphins organization has been yes. sent to the cards yeah. for a conditional sixth round pick mm. <laughs> just have, have you played okay so far this season yeah <laughs> out you go yeah yeah. <laughs> victim yeah. of his own success then I guess yeah I mean he's a good pick up for the cards but I wonder where he fits in the picture if when David Johnson and Chase Edmonds are both fully fixed I think they're both yeah well, Johnson's been suffering a little bit, yeah. and he is prone to an injury. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess it does make sense to bring in someone with yeah. NFL ped- pedigree to yeah. just bridge that gap. Yeah. Um, okay. And, and Kenyon Drake, he can catch the ball out of the backfield yeah. as well. So we've seen that last year, Miami Miracle. Uh, yep. He has got some, some moves on him, so I, th- I guess it's a good pickup for the Cards. And to only give up a, a conditional sixth-round pick mm-hmm. means that the Dolphins are just looking to move on. Yeah. <sighs> 
A move on they have because yes. they do actually bring some people in. Mm. Namely, um, five-time Pro Bowler, two-time Super Bowl winner, Aqib Tlaib has come mm. from the Rams with a fifth-round 2020 pick as well, mm. just for a conditional pick back. The only reason really is to offload Tlaib's salary yeah, because of Jalen Ramsey turning up and mm-hmm. demanding all the monies from LA. Um, yeah, I guess it makes... It's a, a good move for Miami, obviously, yeah. because Flores knows Tlaib from his days in New England mm-hmm. and Tlaib's in the final year of his deal for $4.2 million, so he's a veteran. He's been for it all. He doesn't need to go winning stuff now, I guess. No, so yeah. the idea of a guaranteed salary next year and the fact that he's injured, so he's actually on IR at the moment yeah. with, uh, is it cracked ribs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, fractured ribs. He's supposed to be returned by week 15, so he doesn't even have to, to put up with these games. Yeah. So he can just sit back in Miami, relax, maybe suit up for the last couple of games, but it doesn't matter. He's yeah. there for next year. I'd, I'd be surprised if he did suit up, unless he particularly had a burning desire to. Especially if they're having to fight for the number one pick. Yeah. So exactly. they don't want to leave messing it up by no. catching balls. Exactly. Um, but the earliest he could play is week 15 mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Miami now is set to have 14 picks in the 2020 draft and three first rounders yeah. as part of that. Yeah. So. It's hardly... Sh- we, we, everyone can see what they're doing. Um, yeah, yeah, we we see you, yeah. Miami. Is it going to work? Probably we'll not. Wait, we'll wait and see. <laughs> the, but that the strike yeah. rate on draft picks, we all yeah. know, is low. Yeah. So yeah, you might have fourteen, but you have to package them up to move up for mm-hmm. a couple of decent players. And also, there's no guarantee that they're all going to come in and hit the ground running. Well, no, you're going to take just, another year to yeah, make it exactly. fit in, and yeah, it's it's the most risky strategy I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. So like King said, it's it's not so bad with NBA because only five starters, but. Mm-hmm. We're talking about a 53-man roster. Yeah. And we know from other teams, if one phase isn't working, doesn't matter how good other phases are, they can't be on the field all the time. Yeah. Uh, talking to players that can't be on the field all the time, JJ Watt is now out for the season again. Yeah. This is gutting for me because he's playing in London this well, due to play in London this Same. weekend. Same, yep. And, uh, yeah, was going to go and see him. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a real shame, isn't it? <sighs> he's already undergone season-ending surgery to repair a torn pec. Yeah. Um. I mean... He has slowed down, obviously, a little bit over the mm. last couple of years. The amount of injuries he's had, yep. it's only natural, even though he is quite unnatural as an athlete. Yeah, he's got to be being held together by duct tape by now, surely. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, it's inevitable, isn't it? I think. Yeah. But it's still a shame because he is one mm. of the, the key pieces still of that Texans defense, especially as they moved on Clowney, mm-hmm. who yeah. was the heir apparent. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, unfortunate for JJ. Fingers crossed he still manages to come over for the game. Yeah. Because I think he's the kind of guy that really loved walking around London and... Mm. Know, seeing the sights and stuff so. yeah best luck hopefully he comes back next year and we get to see a bit more of, of yeah it'll be interesting yeah. to see how hard that hits the Texans as well well yeah so. ain't good no ain't good no. let's move on to the games then for, for week 8 shall we sorry mm-hmm. uh, after we've done that we'll look at um, a review of the half term for these, these teams so we won't spend an awful lot of time on these games hopefully no well, not hopefully, but you know. You know we I mean. won't. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them less than others. Yeah. Uh, let's start with the Thursday night game. So last week, uh, it was the result we were expecting between the Redskins and the Vikings. Yeah. The performance is encouraging, at least for Washington, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Only losing 19 points to nine. I think, I think that's been... they were close a, for most of the game. That's been a theme, though, isn't it? I think... They're bad, but they're not that bad. No. Um, they've got some fairly good parts. I just don't... Well, quarterback is an issue. Um... They're clearly trying because they sacked Jay Gruden. Yeah. If they were not trying, they wouldn't have sacked mm-hmm. Jay Gruden. So, yeah. yeah. It's half a step there. Dwayne Haskins came in. 
Um, didn't have an awful lot of time. Obviously, it was a concussion for yeah. Case Keenum that forced that. Really, the only um, the standouts on the teams came from the Vikings yeah. side, I'd say. Uh, Dalvin Cook, 173 scrimmage yards and a touchdown. Stefan Diggs caught all seven of his, his passes uh, for 143 yards, though he did lose a fumble. And that's his fourth this year, Si. Mm. He didn't fumble once in the last three seasons, but uh, did a couple of his rookie year before that. Bla- blaming everyone else for performances. <laughs> Was it Doesn't Kirk look- Cousins' fault for him yeah, fumbling those balls? Probably. Uh, Alex <laughs> Madison looked pretty good as well, over 60 yards as a, a relief of... Mm-hmm. Uh, Dalvin Cook so they looked very similar the yeah. way they ran yeah I guess we can't talk about running in this game without talking about AP mm-hmm. 103 scrimmage yards he went to 6th all time rushing ahead of uh, both mine and uh, King's favourites respectively Jerome Bettis and LaDainian Tomlinson mm-hmm. in the list so uh, props to AP yep. he's still got a bit in the tank definitely that, uh, that year off for smacking his kids seems to have done the world a good yep. not, not so, for his not kids so, obviously yeah but. not something to joke about but it has helped <laughs> We can joke about it, can't we? Mm, we just did. lightly. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah. So good news for the Vikings. They managed to get on without Kirk Cousins having to throw four touchdowns or something. But mm-hmm. um, they seem to be quite ba- that balance still works. Yeah. At the same time, I think that the Redskins need to kind of give a bit of love to Haskins. Mm-hmm. Maybe let him start next week. Yeah. Give him a week to prep. Yeah. Rather than just throwing him in. Just a thought. You you would think they probably are going to do that now with. Mm. Um, Keenum, Keenum going down with a yeah concussion. Protocol, yeah. yeah, I mean it'd be surprising if oh, well obviously they've got the longer longer rest, haven't they? <laughs> Given that it was Thursday, so maybe he will make it back. But I'd still be surprised. So ten yeah. what ten days to get um, Haskins prepped for the for the game. I guess they were hoping that Trent Williams would start playing again because they yep. got through the free agency period, but he's still complaining he's not going to suit up for them despite mm. not being traded. Ah, uh, okay. I thought he was going to. If I was Dwayne Haskins, I'd be pleading with him. Yeah, right. Him. Yeah. Because he's worth it. Anyway, mm-hmm. on uh, Sunday, let's look at the Seattle Seahawks easing past the Atlanta Falcons. I know it's only it was 27 to 20, but this game was over by half time. Yeah. I mean, I think both O lines from the Seahawks agreed that they would just have the second half off. Yeah. That was basically what it was because just what, it, you know, I'm being silly, but. The first half, Falcons couldn't protect Shaw, and they couldn't get to Wilson. No. The second half, they did a better job on both sides, and really it did look like the effort levels on the Seahawks just dropped off a little bit. Yeah, I mean, the Falcons have been outscored in the first half 144 points to 50 so yeah. far this season. Yeah, that's bad. Kind of sums up yeah. <laughs> a microchasm of this game, uh, the fact that the Seahawks were 24 to nothing up at mm-hmm. halftime. Yeah. Matt Shaw, who was in for the injured Matt Ryan. Yeah. Uh, actually managed to throw for 460 yards. I know that he had to throw a uh, traditional pick mm-hmm. in there as well, but not a bad game for him. He looked quite tidy, quite accurate. He's had some it's what to prep it. it's, yeah, and it's what you, what you'd what it's what you'd expect, though, isn't it? As you'd well, hope so, but so I know that man paints with interceptions. Yeah. I, I remember him as a starter in mm-hmm. Houston, and uh, he really shouldn't be a backup, even in the NFL. To yeah. be honest, no. he can't win a game. Julio Jones. 10 catches out of 12 for 152 yards. Uh, two touchdowns for DK Metcalf on the other side. Mm. Good performance for him yep. uh, on my bench. Uh, and that's Atlanta's sixth loss in a row. Yes. So they are now 1-7. and seven. Uh, Pretty terrible, yeah. I would say. Just weird, aren't they? Offen- you know, the well, offensive... I called it before we the season started. Yeah, we, no, no, but as I mean, they are weird, not it's weird. 
their offensive talent remains up there. Mm. You know, wide receiver, running back. The problem is the O line, the O line, and the D line. And there's no captain on the offensive coordinator position. Yeah. So. And Dan Quinn doesn't inspire anyone on the yeah. defense. So. Yeah. Saw it coming. <laughs> Let's move on to the. I didn't say. No, no, no. I'm not calling you Mystic Meg. <laughs> You're not, not alone in that. It's just, um, it's just one of those things, isn't it? You got to feel a little bit sorry for some of their wide receivers, for example, who could be looking around thinking, "Wow, we've got a really good set of wide receivers here." And um, yeah, they should be. Well, they're trying to make the best of a bad situation. Obviously, yeah. Julio had a good game, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's slim pickings. Let's talk about the Philadelphia Eagles then, Si. Mm. You managed to get a win against the Buffalo Bills in yep. Orchard Park. Yep. Stopped a two-game losing skid for Philly. Mm-hmm. 31 points to 13. Yep. Talk to me about this game. Um, what was the difference? Why I'm did not, you win this game? I'm not really sure. What? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, the run game. And not just the pure running game. I think, you know, Miles Sanders, yep. whilst he was uh, on the field... Uh, out the backfield catching passes was excellent again we i've said it i think every time we've spoke about the eagles in a good way um <laughs> he's an elusive runner in space he's a very good rookie yeah um and then yeah backed up by jordan howard had a had a decent game but again you look at num- the numbers for Wentz. not he's not thrown it uh, a huge amount no one touchdown 172 yards yep one fumble, thirty-five yard rushing. Mm-hmm. But that's all he's needing to do in most of the well, games. Well, they've got the win, so yeah, yeah, yeah. got to say that uh, yeah. it's it's a very difficult Bills defense that you're throwing against yeah. there. Yeah, they've got a very good secondary. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the other side, Josh Allen, 169 yards throwing, two touchdowns, no interceptions, uh, three fumbles, one yeah. of them lost. Again, the Bills' biggest rusher with 45 yards. Yeah, that's so we know what he is as uh, well. Yeah. That's the common theme for teams against the Eagles. Is our rush defense? It certainly was a couple of weeks ago. Number one ranked. I'm assuming it's fairly close to that still. Um, yeah, it's not easy to run the ball. The wind was a big factor on the day as well. Mm. Um, I know that both teams went for uh, two point conversions a couple of times. Yeah, and um, Elliot missed his first um, kick of the season as well because of the wind. <laughs> so, usually it's his friend, isn't it? So, yeah, you have to have a word. <laughs> Let's move on then to two teams that just didn't deserve to win this game. It was the Chicago Bears mm. at home to the LA Chargers. Seventeen points to sixteen. This game ended. Mm-hmm. Sorry, and um, yeah, this got to be on Chicago, right? Yeah, they drove the ball down the field on the last drive. They took the ball. Uh, sorry, took the ball all the way down to the twenty-one yard line. Then take a knee on second down just to run the clock um, rather than try and move it to a more easy uh, mm-hmm. position for Eddie Pinheiro and then he goes and misses the 41 yarder as time expires yeah I mean <laughs> if you've listened to any Chicago fan over the last couple of days they're all scratching their head as to why Matt Nagy made that call yeah. just to not try and yeah. run the ball for a few more yards they've been gashing the charges all down the mm-hmm. ground uh, with David Montgomery he had 27 carries for 135 yard rushing yards and a touchdown. Uh, you know, it just doesn't make any sense. No. But he said in the press conference yesterday that he would still make the same call again. It's it's the safe play, isn't it? He's obviously not got a, a lot of faith in his running back. Got no being faith able in to, Mitchell Trubisky. Well, 
But you would assume, though, that they're going to run the ball there, not... Yeah, and so his, his argument was that LA know they're going to run the ball there, mm-hmm. so we don't want to take a sack or... That's what I mean. The, sa- the safe play, he's he's just taken what but, he deems to be Pinero had missed a field goal earlier yeah. in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. So that's not a guarantee there. Nope. Although he did try and throw him under the bus by saying it's a 40-odd yarder yeah. in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Okay, well... He's not, not that he's easy not, under pressure in the last minute. Yeah, he's also second, not the he? only kicker that misses that that no. type of kick. So, yeah. no. so uh, yeah, it was a truly bad game. Mm. I think it says a lot about both teams. Yeah, I mean, Chargers had thirty six rushing yards combined. Only bright spark for them really was Joey Bosa getting two sacks. Mm. But um, let's talk about Mitch Trubisky very briefly uh, because I'm guessing we're going to talk about him in the half term review. No touchdowns today, one exception, uh, four sacks, lost a fumble, a rating of 75.1, and it seems like the city of Chicago's kind of had enough of him. Mm-hmm. It was a tall order for him because they moved up one spot to get him three years ago yeah. when they didn't need to, and there's always going to be the comparison with Deshaun Watson and mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes, yeah. who were drafted after him. Yeah. Do you, but do you think it's warranted what's going on with him now and what do they do with him next season? I think I think they need to move on. I've I've said that. Yeah? Yep. I, I don't rate him. Okay. <laughs> the end. <laughs> it sounds like the end, but yeah, I, I don't I, trust uh, that Ryan no, I don't, will move yeah, on from it. I don't think I don't think they will, but they should. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about him later, I think. Uh, let's move on to the New York Giants at the Detroit Lions. Third place teams punching each other up here. Mm-hmm. Ended 31-26 in the Lions' favour. Uh, in the last three home games, Stafford has thrown 10 interceptions. Sorry, 10 touchdowns. Mm. Jesus, that was horrible. <laughs> with just two interceptions. I was going to say. <laughs> 10 touchdowns with two interceptions and is averaging 332 yards passing. Yeah. So eventually you think he'd have to pay off with mm-hmm. some wins at home. Yeah. They've been unlucky. They'd be very unlucky. So, I think the only surprise for me in this is that it ended up a bit closer than maybe it was looking like it was going to be at one point. Yes. And that's probably, well, if we talk about Daniel Jones very briefly. Mm -hmm. So, he got 322 yards passing, four touchdowns, no interceptions, uh, took three sacks, two fumbles, one of them lost. But... uh, Two of those touchdowns were to Darius Slayton. Mm-hmm. He got 50 yards on the game. So, looks like he's found a receiver that he likes. Yeah. Obviously, there's slim pickings of receivers in New York now. There are, yes. Uh, just Golden Tate, really, and Darius Slayton, mm-hmm. as far as I can think. I'm trying to think of others. Shepard? Shepard's injured at the moment, I think. And Engram's injured still. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, not a lot to throw at, but Darius Slayton is making at least, well, every time he catches the ball, he's caught a touchdown mm-hmm. on that game. So not a bad game for Daniel Jones. It meant that it got a close to 26-31, but yeah. I've, I felt watching it that the Lions were in control for the yeah, most part. I did as well. Kenny Golladay, six catches, 123 yards and two touchdowns. Didn't hurt the cause either. So a good result for Detroit. Um, one thing I noticed was a lot of fans wearing ref jerseys mm-hmm. and clown makeup yeah. or balaclava. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure you should be wearing balaclavas in the stand, no matter what kind of point you're trying to make. Yeah. But they have got a grievance. I think it's justified uh-huh. more so than some other fan bases. Yeah. They've had the, the short end of the stick they really this have. season. 
Yeah, it, it's it's tough on them because, well, the obvious thing, their record should be a lot better. Mm. They should be top of the NFC North, yeah. which is a very difficult division yeah, this exa- year. Exactly. So but it's tough on them. We'll see how they get on. We're going to talk about them in the half-term review later mm-hmm. on. Uh, so maybe we'll give them some, some props there. Let's look at the next game then. That was the Tennessee Titans. Again, still with Ryan Tannehill throwing the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, at, no, at home to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. So this is a uh, interesting game here. This should have been Jameis Winston against Marcus Mariota. Mm-hmm. First time it's not since they started. And uh, yeah, 27 points to Tennessee, 23 to Tampa Bay. When you make mistakes regularly, as the Bucks do, yep. you need a bit of luck to even it out. Yep. And they didn't get that luck because the Titans did try a fake punt in the fourth quarter that Devin White blew up. But a ref blew a whistle before Andrew Adams ran the ball back for a defensive touchdown. And that kind of sunk the Bucks yeah. because that really should... Well, I don't, I'm not going to put words in your mouth, but at the Jim the King NFL podcast, I don't believe that... <laughs> well, we don't believe that should have been called dead. No. There's a... Not to bang on about our friend our friends in black and white. But there is a bit <laughs> yeah, of a, here we go. there is a bit of a theme of that, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Them just getting happy blowing the whistle really early. You it's, know it's definitely helped to the home team to secure the win. Yeah. When really that's Brett Kern's fault for trying to run the ball mm-hmm. rather than just punting it or yeah. throwing it, you know. Uh it got absolutely annihilated by Devin White, who's one of the quickest rookie linebackers in the class. Mm-hmm. First linebacker taken uh this year. Yep. But yeah, ah, oh, so annoying. Mm. I, I thought the Bucks played better this game than than really the the Titans are so Aubrey average when they play again. You know, yeah, but well, he said that. Though. I mean, Winston was Winston again, wasn't he? So scatter gun, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, two lost fumbles. And Tannehill was better. Well, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, the the tail of the tape doesn't lie. No, but the Bucks did outgain the Titans three hundred eighty nine yards to two hundred forty six. Yeah. It's just there are four turnovers we're talking about there which kill the Bucks. Yeah. Because they just can't help themselves mm-hmm. to turn the ball over. Yep. And whether it's Mariota or Tannehill, the one thing they're very good at is not turning the ball over yeah. traditionally. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so there we go. I guess, you know, it went the way we thought it was going to go. Yeah. Tennessee squeaking the win. Mm. Fairly fortunate. Yeah. One thing to talk about there, though, as well. Go on. Before you move on. Go on. Mike Evans. Oh yeah, what do you want to say about Mike Evans? 198 yards, two touchdowns. <laughs> but I just thought it was going to have not, like normal practice now for Mike Evans. Yeah, every other game he likes to throw out monster numbers. But also now the most receptions in, in Tampa Bay history. history. Yeah, they've not been around a very long time, no. have they? So no. no, but still in perspective. But still, yeah, he is. He, yep. I think he goes in their ring of honor mm-hmm. if they ever have one. Yeah. Probably just beat. oh they've got one come on Warren Sapp and yeah. Derek Brooks yeah. I'm just I've been kidding mm-hmm. <laughs> that'll be it so then let's look at the uh, the War of the Horses it was the Indianapolis Colts at the oh God I keep doing it at home to the Denver Broncos yeah fifteen points to thirteen yep this was just a bad game for everyone mm-hmm. even Adam Vinatieri until he was called on to kick the game winner yeah. from fifty one yards with yeah. twenty two seconds left to give Indy the win. Uh, this is the Broncos' second straight loss and the third time this season they've lost the game in the last 30 seconds, Si. Eh. It's a shame Dave's not here to uh, talk about this game. Yeah, I'm but... sure he'd make it sound like they were much better than they were. And yeah. yeah. Well, if we can't have Dave calling out the Broncos, then we can have Joe Flacco calling out the Broncos. Yes. 
in the press conference afterwards said they looked like they were playing scared. It's fairly uh, honest assessment of what's going on. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, he needs to probably look at himself at that as well. Oh, right? yeah. I mean, the, the... He was on the field for these players. Yeah, and also was just merrily going about his way and then gets hit from behind because he thinks he's got an hour in the pocket. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> you know. I know. Well, he's, he's never been a quick quarterback. No, no. Uh, and assessing his, his pocket pressure is, is another thing he's not yeah. been great at. At the same time, uh, he's now got a herniated disc in his neck. Not sure if that's related to the press conference. Or, yeah. Because I didn't see him really hold up during yeah. the game. He the, looked fine. The only thing would be that play that I just mentioned, where, yeah, he, was hit, where he was hit from behind, so maybe unawares, and he's done it, but it maybe. feels convenient. Didn't seem to mention it during the press conference either. No. So, uh, looks like Drew Locke then might be making his first start. Uh, I thought they were talking about Brandon Allen. Well, they're talking about a couple. There's only two quarterbacks on the roster at the moment. Yeah. Including Drew Locke, who's their rookie. Mm. At this point, do they throw him in? I, I'm i certain that I read that it was going to be somebody called Brandon Allen, who I'd never <laughs> heard of. You just made up the name Brandon Allen. No. <laughs> Honestly. Okay. Well, I'm asking you a question. Do you think Drew Locke should be given the chance? Oh, do I think he should? Yeah, um, forget Brandon Allen. All right. Well, it depends how many reps he's been given. Probably none. So then no. <laughs> so then no, I don't think he should. All right. And this Brandon Allen chap should get a go. Good luck, Brandon. I'm sure you've been given loads of reps too. Apparently he was drafted by the Jags in 2017. <laughs> I'm not making Who is this, this guy? I'm not making it up. I'm just going to Google Brandon Allen. I'm doing the same. American football quarterback. He played for the Arkansas Razorbacks. Yeah. And was their starting quarterback until 2015. He was drafted by the Jags Jags. in the sixth round. In 2016. Yeah, yeah, see? So if we assume that Brandon Allen, who is a real person, Mm -hmm. who is a Jags quarterback. Yes. Who never played. Mm -hmm. He's going to play for the Broncos. Yep. (laughs) Then, uh, yeah, I, I just don't get it. Apart from the fact that you may want to just not let Drew Lock get killed yeah. before yeah. next season, I think that I think that's the explanation behind it. Yeah, is, is throwing a red shirt. Yeah, <laughs> it's a yeah. Star Trek reference for someone. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, whatever. It's just the Broncos anyway. Yep. Uh, let's move on. The LA Rams at home to the since well, I say at home the Cincinnati Bengals. Mm-hmm. It was in London. Yep. Uh, you think a Bengal tiger would easily dispatch a ram. Mm. Unfortunately, this isn't the Animal Kingdom side. No, it's not. And the Bengals lost this game. 10 points to them. 24 points to the, the Rams. Uh, fairly mundane affair. Mm. I guess, well, the Bengals did all their point scoring in the second quarter. Yeah. So it was only a one-score game at halftime. 17 points to 10. But then, of course, they eased out another touchdown in the in the third quarter. Yeah. Cooper Cup got a career-high 220 yards receiving on seven catches and two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So at least that's something for the fans to watch. And the Bengals have fallen to 0-8 for the first time since 2008. Yeah. Which isn't a long time ago when you no, think about it yeah, for a franchise. Not, but yeah. <laughs> this is the Bengals we're talking about. Yes, so. yeah. Uh, anything to say about this game, really? It was, um, yeah, it was, First one at Wembley this season. Yeah, it was. Um, I know Dave went. He said it was really good. Um, a lot of what I saw, I thought... It was messy, not particularly a great game. It didn't show a lot on Red Zone when no, I was watching. No, lot, but mind you, there were lots of the Bears game. So yeah, uh, and that was thirteen fifteen. So yeah. yeah. 
Um, but the I suppose we have to talk about the double end around flea flicker to Cooper Cup. Yeah, good play that, wasn't it? Yeah. And then on top of that, you've now got another quarterback being benched. Not to steal your thunder on that front, <laughs> but... On his thirty-second birthday as well, yeah. Andy Dalton gets the heave ho. Mm. I think they could put in Finley yeah. just to see what they've got before the draft next year. Because at the moment they're the thirty-second ranked team in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which is hilarious because actually trying not yeah. to be the thirty-second yeah. ranked yeah. team in the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I guess it makes sense, doesn't it? You know, they they need to look at something else. They've had they've yeah. seen everything that Andy Dalton's got to give. Yeah. Yeah. Just a bit cold blooded on this thirty second birthday to Yeah, to it is, isn't it? But you Can know. they wait a day? Maybe two days? Yeah. That's that's pure Cincinnati that. Yeah. He's probably <laughs> so, st- I mean he's still getting paid though, so he shouldn't mind too much. No. <laughs> but at least for now. Yeah. I guess someone's gonna put him in as a backup somewhere. Yeah. Right? I mean if Brady yeah. Portals can get a, a job as a backup well, yeah. and Brock exactly. Osweiler can get a job as a backup, then yeah. he'll be fine. Yeah. I don't think he's the worst either. You know, he well, he's shows, not. He was always the kind of he shows vanilla line, wasn't he? Yeah. You know, he's not terrible, but yeah. not great. Yeah. So, I think it's just the pieces around him that are um, particularly bad that obviously make him look really bad. Um, he can't elevate a team. That's the thing. No, yeah, exactly. You know, he he plays to his level. Yeah. He's got a medium floor, but not a high ceiling. I guess you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, we've yeah. said this about Andy Dalton a million times. You know, under the lights he fl- he fades. You know, he's okay on you know, early kickoff on a Sunday, but you stick him at prime time. Yeah, there's no point. Yeah, a few games left. New Orleans Saints at home to the Arizona Cardinals. Doesn't matter which QB they put in. Mm-hmm. Breeze, Bridgewater, Taysom Hill. Yeah, uh, Saints keep winning at home. Mm-hmm. That's probably the story of it, really, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. um, I mean. I think for me they were slow to get going Breeze was understandably slow yeah, to get going yeah it was 10-6 at half time yeah. ended up 31-9 yeah I think you know another day against another team they he probably wouldn't have got the luxury of um, fine. it was you know it was the perfect it was a perfect comeback game for him was as, it? It, as it panned out oh, well, yeah as it turned out yeah. yeah I mean he did 373 yards passing three touchdowns one interception uh, doesn't matter about the running back either yeah, Avin Kamara out. Latavius Murray had 157 yards and two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Michael Thomas, who catches everything, yep. he caught 11 of 11 passes for 112 yards and a touchdown as well. Uh, it was Zane Gonzalez getting all the points for Arizona uh, and just 40 yards rushing mm. after a breakout game for Chase Edmonds last week. But he did go off injured as well, didn't he? He did go off, yeah. yeah. Which was a shame because you were hoping to see more from him. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, not not a terrible game for Kyler Murray. Again, he doesn't throw an interception. No. Just didn't throw a touchdown. But he did do 220 yards passing. Christian Kirk's back, so that was good to see uh, him getting some catches. Because he is a quite dynamic wide receiver. Yeah. But uh, in the end, it was the expected result. Yeah. Saints winning at home. Cardinals, they can play to a level, but they can't keep up with that kind of point no. scoring. No, no. And that was that. Mm-hmm. So then the Jacksonville Jaguars at home to the New York Jets. Mm. And they won the game 29 points to 15. So good result there for the, the Jags. Donald was shaken and rattled by the Jags defense this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, also some first level trolling by Jackson DeVille. Yep. If you saw this, wearing a sheet over his head as he ziplined into the stadium. 
They even showed Sam Darnold bad plays on the Jumbotron to the Ghostbusters theme tune during the game, which mm-hmm. was hilarious and awful at the same time. Yeah. Because I know I said last week that maybe they shouldn't be... Well, I didn't have a problem with them talking about like releasing this uh, soundbite of Sam Darnold, but mm. this is going to haunt him, not, no pun intended, for <laughs> forever, I think. No matter what he does, mm-hmm. they're going to look back at this and talk about him seeing ghosts, and it just gives so much ammo to the opposition. Yeah. Yep. Talking of Sam Darnold then, he uh, did 218 yards, two touchdowns, but three interceptions. Two of those went for Trey Herndon, one for AJ Boye. There were two sacks for Yannick Ngokwe, and two sacks for Josh Allen, their rookie uh, edge rusher. Mm-hmm. One and a half for Calais Campbell. So the defense really did get after yeah. him uh, on Sunday. Ended up, though, with a 73.3 uh, rating, which isn't appalling. No. Just not as good as Gardner Minshew. Mm-hmm. Three touchdowns, no interceptions, 119 rating for him. Did lose a fumble, but uh, he managed to get Chris Conley on four catches for 103 yards and a touchdown. DJ Chark, six catches, 79 yards and a touchdown. They've got some wide receivers there mm-hmm. that he likes and yeah. uh, it seems to be working out. Leonard Fournette gets a few hundred yard games, not not last weekend, but yeah, starting to find a bit of a rhythm. I think a bit dangerous these Jags still. Yeah, I think when the defense plays well, mm. uh, you know they definitely look better. That's probably the big thing at the moment is that I don't think defensively they've been as consistent as they would hope for. Yeah, maybe that's being on the field too much. Um, but that seem you know as, as Minshew's been getting his feet under the table as it were, that's probably not helping them. Well, we're getting close to the yep. Foles coming back. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I guess a, a bad point for the Jets was just 46 yards rushing on the on the day for yeah. them. They did fall behind quite heavily quite early, so mm-hmm. they had to move away from the run game. But still, you need to have that balance to yeah. get anything done. So, yeah, a bit of a shame really for the Jets. They weren't expected to win and, and they didn't. So let's go on to one of the undefeated teams remaining in the league, the mm. San Francisco 49ers. They were at home to the Carolina Panthers. This was a statement game as far as I'm concerned, sorry for the Niners. Yeah. They won 51 points to 13. Mm-hmm. I'll say again. 51 points to 13 against a decent Panthers team. Yeah. Uh, they got the win last, well, two weeks ago in London. Mm-hmm. Jimmy G, just 175 yards passing, but two touchdowns, one interception, uh, a rating of 112, 111.2. Uh, Luke Keekley got the interception on him. Kyle Allen, on the other hand, 19 uh, completions on 37 attempts, 158 yards, no touchdowns, three interceptions. They went to Nick Bosa, Richard Sherman, and Emmanuel Mosley. Three sacks as well for Nick Bosa again, who is mm. quickly establishing himself as even more dangerous than his brother. Yep. Uh, two sacks for Eric Armstead. This was just a great game for yeah. the Niners back at home. They obviously had the difficult game in Washington last week in the Mud Bowl mm-hmm. but this was a chance for them to show what they can do yeah just dismantled them <laughs> yeah just yeah Panthers tried I mean McCaffrey got into 55 scrimmage yards and a touchdown yeah Pro- problem Problem for the Panthers is again another one where they went down um, fairly heavy early doors and at which point McCaffrey gets taken out of the game a little bit yeah they scored 27 points by half time San Francisco against three for the Panthers so, and also we got to talk about Emmanuel Sanders. It was his first mm-hmm. drive for the for the Niners and gets the touchdown. So that was good to see. Yeah, and uh, Tevin Coleman coming back from mm-hmm. his injury, 117 scrimmage yards and four touchdowns. Yeah, four touchdowns. 
That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, he's good. He is very good, Tevin Coleman. I mm-hmm. think, you know, ask the Falcons. But, uh, yeah, to get four touchdowns on that game was... Yeah. It just shows that they can just run it down your throat. They're not scared to... When yeah. they get into the red zone, they're very efficient. And, uh, and made them pay. So anyone talking about, oh, do they need Cam Newton still in uh, Carolina? I'd say, yeah, you probably do still need Cam Newton. Yeah. Yeah. Carl Allen is not going to be able to keep you in that kind of a game. No. No, I mean, there are a few quarterbacks that would be able to keep up with that, in yeah. fairness. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> not saying Cam would have won the game. No. Just saying no, that yeah, yeah. It's, you it's, wouldn't have been that far down half yeah. time. Yeah. And, and like I said, that's then becomes their big issue because they have to move away from their biggest weapon. Yes. So Their yeah. only real weapon. Yeah. Uh, yeah, option one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. The Panthers is Christian McCaffrey right now. Let's talk about the other undefeated team in the league, and that's unfortunately the New England Patriots. Mm-hmm. Now, New England don't need any extra help, Si, no to get needed. points with that defense. No. Yet, for some reason, Everyone the Cleveland Browns to. decided on, <laughs> to give up back-to-back fumbles by Nick Chubb and an interception by Baker Mayfield on three consecutive plays. Yeah. Meant three first-quarter turnovers, gifted New England a 17-0 lead. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the end of the first quarter and any chance of a competitive game was gone yep I mean the interception in particular was ridiculous yeah it almost looked like match fixing <laughs> because <laughs> what are you saying well no he he threw, he threw it so, I mean because it was a like a little pitch forward pitch yeah. play but he threw it about five seconds before Chubb was even in view yeah and I'm, you know, I'm not saying it's match fixing, but <laughs> do you know what I mean? It looked like it was the no, only the could be the only ball. reason why he would have done it. Uh huh. Right into his arms. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I mean, you've nailed it. Really, they were just those three turnovers behind, and then it was the fumble on Nick Chubb as well because he busted like a forty yeah. yard, yard yeah. run. He was yeah. going for the end zone. Yeah. And then was it Jonathan Joseph mm-hmm. knocked it out? Oh, it could have been a really good game Yeah, it could have been a good game and they ruined it in the first quarter two touchdowns for June Edelman as usual helped ease the Patriots for, to 8 know for the third time in their history they haven't managed such a feat Si for four whole years bless them I know it's difficult for mm. them only bright spot I guess for Cleveland was Nick Chubb he was able to get the run game going against this Pats meat grinder and ended up with 131 yards rushing so there is a way to get to the mm-hmm. Patriots Yeah, you can run on them yeah but you just can't gift them nah. 17 points in the first quarter. No. They're just, it's just so frustrating. Cause it's maddening I think, is what it is. Yeah, well, week in, week out, I just, I, offensively, I just think they look bang average, the Patriots. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, more so than I can remember in recent years. But they're just breezing past teams, stupid mistakes left, right and centre by the opposition. Somebody at some point is going to beat him. Yeah. And say, you're not that great. <laughs> no. There needs to be a correction game at some point. Yeah. But again, that, that usually works in the Pats' favour, doesn't it? Because they'll just go, oh, look, there we go. There's the bulletin board material. That's what we've got to fix. Mm-hmm. And they make the adjustments. And yeah. they usually go on. And uh... But I just feel like the adjustments for them to make in this, at the moment is going to be difficult because what more can they do offensively than what they are at the moment? Well, yeah. That's a good point. But then the lab players coming back like the kill Harry and mm. 
picked up Mosinu, haven't they, as well? Yeah. So he'll make a play at some point. Yeah. Oh, let's let's go yeah. to happier times. Yes, yeah, move on. <laughs> sorry, New England fans, but you know you, you are that, what you are. I'm not that sorry. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about the Houston Texans then against the Oakland Raiders in Houston. Ended up 27 points to 24 for Houston. This was a tight game. And Oakland aren't bending over like last year. No. Uh, I, was, I hate to put this down just to the two quarterbacks, but I'm going to have to, really, aren't I, Si? Because they were so close together. Mm-hmm. In fact, Derek Carr ended up with a better rating, but that's because he's a little bit safer than Deshaun Watson. Yeah. They both had three touchdowns, no interceptions. Deshaun took three sacks for 21 yards back. Um, but Houston managed to come back in the fourth quarter and eke out this win. I mean, Watson managed to throw a touchdown pass to Darren Fells despite getting kicked in the eye yeah. at the start of the play. That's the difference between Deshaun Watson and Derek Carr. Yeah. No offence to Derek Carr. No. He's clearly a capable quarterback. But this is why Deshaun Watson was a first-round quarterback talent. Because mm-hmm. at Clemson, he was able to get the win against teams like Alabama because he's that he's a winner. Yeah. So, I don't want to say, you know, you've got to give some props to the Raiders. Yes. They're in these games now. Yeah. They are challenging for wins. Yeah. They were slightly unlucky not to win this mm-hmm. game. But at the same time, that's the difference. Yeah. That's why you need your franchise quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have I just eaten all the air out of the room? What's that? Um, a little. No. I mean, <laughs> so do you, I, I guess what you're saying is effectively they're probably now missing their boat to get that franchise quarterback, aren't they? I hadn't really thought about it that way, but... <laughs> well, the Raiders have had several opportunities to draft quarterbacks, yeah. and they haven't really done that, have mm. they? So, mm. But again, this is the start of a, a new era with John Gruden mm-hmm. and Mike Mayock. So yeah. Mayock's first instinct was to get some key talent in the room, but not worry so much about the quarterback just yet because they've got Derek Carr. So that's going to be a problem later on. Mm-hmm. Something you've got to deal with. Yeah, but a difficult difficulty you have is that you find yourself wasting the talent that you've got but whilst you try and get what bad enough to get the quarterback that you need kind of thing yeah, don't you it's, or, it's... or you know a quarterback can fall to you yeah yeah there are some idiot teams out there that keep keep being bad because they don't draft the right quarterback are you talking about the bears again or <laughs> well you know just saying mm-hmm sean watson was taken at 10 no 12 so patrick mahomes was taken at 10 mm-hmm so we'll leave that where it is. Yep. Let's talk about the Kansas City Chiefs then. They were Mahomesless yep. at home to the Green Bay Packers. Not the right week to be Mahomesless to the Green Bay Packers because no. they're on a bit of a purple patch right now and they're riding it. Mm-hmm. Ended up 31-24 to to the Packers, so a great away win for them. Probably want to start the season. They may have been kind of writing off, but the way it's going at the moment, Aaron Rodgers, 305 passing yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions, took uh, five sacks... Um, two of those for Tanu Kapasanon, another for rookie Carlin Saunders, and a, uh, and one for the trade in Emmanuel Ogba, who managed to get a sack on uh, on Rogers there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, good passing for Rogers, two hundred twenty two scrimmage yards and two touchdowns for Aaron Jones. Yeah, so potentially the more impressive Aaron mm-hmm. was the one running the ball. Yeah. Uh, Matt Moore, I guess we've got to a little bit. He didn't play badly. No, no. Um, I've always been impressed with Matt Moore when he played for Miami. Yeah. Uh, managed to get 267 yards, two touchdowns, 
no interceptions, which is really important yeah. for a backup quarterback, is to um, secure the ball. Ended up with a rating over 100, mm-hmm. so that's good. And Tyreek Hill got over 75 receiving yards, yeah. which is always a bit rare when you've got a backup quarterback. They don't always go for the number one receiver because they don't get any reps with that number one receiver. Yeah, they find they find they people find down, the lower down the yeah, roster. Exactly, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. But um, Tyreek's just so good, I guess, that yeah. he, you throw to him and you find it works, well, so you keep doing it. I guess when he's probably making enough separation, <laughs> yes. it's fairly easy to find <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah, was that guy 10 yards clear of him? Yeah. Else? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, great result for the Packers. Yeah, Unfortunate for KC, but I guess with Mahomes out, they kind of chalked it up. And, yeah, and it was a good, you know, it was, a, it was good for them to a degree, probably brought them a bit of grounding if you like from them yeah. to know that, that actually they are good other than just Mahomes if you see what I mean yeah. if that was any other team other than the Packers maybe they might well have won it with their backup quarterbacks do you see what I mean it's, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. it's probably a it's a chance for everyone to step up yeah, and yeah. show that they can still compete with what is one of the best teams in the NFC right? Mm-hmm. so encouraging time still for KC but obviously Green Bay are running this running this table right now yeah Last game then was the Monday night game between the Miami Dolphins and the Pittsburgh Steelers mm-hmm. in Pittsburgh. Terrible start for the Steelers. Yeah. Uh, even worse was the fact that because now the clocks have gone back in the UK, I was able to watch the start of this game <laughs> thinking, oh, well, we'll just see how it's going. You know. Yeah. Uh, first series, get him to punt. Brilliant. Then uh, we managed to give the ball away. Throwing throwing interception, you mean? Yeah, yeah, no, over three and Mm -hmm. uh, one interception for Mason Rudolph, Mm -hmm. and there and then fourteen points to nothing up in the first quarter. Yeah, and I decided at that point to go to sleep, dreading what I'd see when I woke up in the morning. You woke up to better times. I did. I did. Uh, They they lent on the run game. Yeah, which started working. Miami remembered they're supposed to be losing games. Mm -hmm. That also helped. Uh, James Conner ended up with 23 carries, 145 yards, and a touchdown. The Dolphins managed 60 mm. rushing yards without Kenyon Drake. Mm-hmm. Uh, Juju had five catches, 103 yards. Uh, rookie Deontay Johnson, and sorry, and a touchdown for, for Juju. Mm-hmm. Deontay Johnson got a touchdown as well. On the defensive on a, side. On a ridiculous uh, oh. play, Johnson's touchdown was. Oh, yeah, because they blitzed. Blitzed on Rudolph. third and 14 or something. Yeah. Um, right at the end of the half yeah yeah it was a long third down as well yeah yeah. I don't know if Miami know that cover zero doesn't mean you don't cover anyone yeah. when you're blitzing but they decided not to cover Deontay Johnson yeah I think for me the big um, the real big turning point was the fourth and one stop that the Steelers got I think sure. it was 17-14 to the Steelers at that point yeah. um, and the Dolphins were looking fairly good on that drive and I put that on Fitzpatrick actually because he didn't really finish the run he sort of flopped forward and actually if he'd have I think if he'd have tried to power through the run a bit more he probably would have made that yard he's the perfect heel isn't he for this mm. franchise right now yeah. he's the kind of guy that looks like he's trying but yeah. the little sly wink of the yeah. uh, dick dastardly that yeah we're, we're as he put his knee game. as he put his knee down just short yeah, yeah. exactly yeah yeah um and also, there were two interceptions for Minka Fitzpatrick, mm-hmm. which is just a, a dagger to the heart for, for yep. Miami fans. Two sacks for TJ Watts. That's always good to see a first rounder still being productive. And it ended 27 points to 14 in Pittsburgh's favour. So Miami did all their scoring in the first quarter mm-hmm. and then were silent for the rest of it. Yep. Um, so, yeah, those were the games mm. for week eight. Pretty good. Yep. Pretty good. 
some bad ones in there as well. Yeah, some bad games. Mostly good. Some bad ones in there mm-hmm. as well. Let's move on then and have a bit of a review of the of the league, shall we, side before we talk about the uh, the picks for next week. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about all thirty two teams and just see where they are and what what we can expect for the rest of it. So we're going to put a, a clock on this because this is going to take a while if we don't. Yeah. Uh, so we're going for all thirty two. Ninety seconds on each. Yes. I'm going to ask you as my grammar assistant to uh, to press the button. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're going to start with the New England Patriots. Let's go. 8 and 0. Yeah. Sickening. Mhm. Um I've had a look at their their schedule. They've got the bye week in week 10. I'm th- well, so their best case scenario is they can still run out and go 16 and 0 mm. as their schedule. Worst case I think is they could end up 12 and 5. Right. That's if they lose the games at 50-50. Mm-hmm. Uh 12 Baltimore, f- 4, Philadelphia, Dallas. Sorry, 12 and 4. Yeah. yeah. Uh Baltimore, Philadelphia, Dallas and Houston. Maybe Kansas City, if Mahomes is Mahomes back. Is back. But, what, uh, what week have they got? Casey? That's in a row. They've got a murderous row there, and then there's a nice cushiony soft pillow of the Bengals, the Bills, and the Dolphins. Well, to finish I'm glad the they've got a murderous row, because they've had nothing for yeah. the first eight games. Yeah, it's been nice and cushiony for them yep. so far. What do we reckon? I mean, they can't go undefeated, right? No, I don't, I don't think they will. No, I think there's enough in there. I think Mahomes might be back in time for the game against KC. I think that will be a difference maker. Um, where Dallas Eagles, yep. I think they, they've probably Dallas got Eagles, chance. They got Lamar Jackson this weekend. Yeah, with the Ravens. So, yep. but it's looking anonymous again, isn't it? They're going to get the number one seed, which means they get a bye week. Yeah, they need someone to smack him in the face yep. hard, and we're going to find out in the next five weeks. Yep, I agree. If not, then. This this season's over for everyone else, I yeah. think, unfortunately. Yeah. So that is the Patriots. Oh, perfect timing. On to yep. the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills, they're currently sitting at five and two. Mm-hmm. Uh good start to the season, three wins in a row, then they lost to New England, obviously. Yeah. Uh two wins again, then Tennessee and Miami either side of their bye week. They just lost to the Eagles at home, which is never great. Mm-hmm. I reckon their best case scenario is they finish ten and six. Worst case seven and nine. Uh, they got some easy games in there. Obviously, they got Miami, they got the Jets, they got Cleveland, they got Denver. Um, but they have got to play New England again. They've got to play um, Dallas, Baltimore, Pittsburgh in a, in a stretch there as yeah. well. So, what do you reckon about the Bills? I mean, you know, they have they've got the results. Yeah, I think I think I think yeah, nine nine and seven, ten and six feels about about right given what you've just said in their remaining schedule. Yeah. Um, this weird one because I just I don't think they're they're that you know a ten and six side, but they could end up being a ten and six side. Yeah, um, I don't think they're great at quarterback, obviously, <laughs> um, but they just seem to be getting it done. As you said earlier on, secondary is very good defensively. They are productive. Um, yeah, I just think yeah they haven't made a lot of changes in the off season and and to now, mm-hmm. but you know they had some young talent in there. They've they've added to it with with Ed Oliver. Mm. And he's seeming to start to yeah. impress himself on the team as well. So yeah. it's going to be interesting to see what happens. They've got a couple of easy games coming up mm-hmm. and then there's a, a, a stretch. But yeah, yeah it's, it's good times for the Buffalo Bills. Next up then is the New York Jets. The Jets. One and six. Uh, their lone win was the freak result uh, against Dallas yeah. in week uh, six. 
They've had their bye week in week four. Mm-hmm. So that's that's out of the way. Um, I'm looking, actually, their best case scenario is they can get to six and ten. Okay. That's if I'm being very nice to them. Worst case, I think, is four and twelve. So... Not a huge margin there, is there? So it's they're, they're likely to yeah, land between there. Yeah, I mean, they've got to play Miami twice. Okay. They've yep. got to play the Redskins. They've got to play the Bengals uh, in week 13. Mm-hmm. They've got Baltimore and Pittsburgh as well, but they've also got to go to Buffalo. So like I said, I think there's some, some winnable games yeah, three, there. Three or four wins there. I guess the problem they've got is that they've just traded away Leonard Williams, who's one of their key pieces on defence, and they've pissed off Jamal Adams, who was their real captain on defence, yeah. as their, not rookie anymore, but you know young safety. Mm-hmm. Because they looked at trading him, but then didn't trade him, and now they've got him all annoyed that he wasn't involved in this process Yeah, where Dallas came calling. And he would have wanted to play for Dallas because he grew up near there. Mm-hmm. So they've shot themselves in the foot yet again. Yeah, And I think the other, the other problem we've got is that Sam Darnold was supposed to step forward this year, and sometimes he has, but yeah, it's, it's also not looking great at the moment. Is is that just a case of not having enough weapons to throw at? Probably, I think so. And also not using the run game regularly enough. Yeah. Sometimes that's difficult, admittedly, because they're down um, early. Yeah, and offensive linemen need beefing up as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just a complete mess. And, and they had arguments with Kletcher Semele, you know, mm-hmm. about uh, having uh, surgery. So not great for the Jets. They need to need to sort themselves out because it's a bit of a mess of a franchise. Yeah. Last one then is the <laughs> the Miami Dolphins. So, we don't need to tell you, they're 0-7 right now. The 31st ranked team in the NFL because of that. They've had their bye week in week 5. I'm looking at their schedule. I think the best they could do is 3-13 if they were trying. They've got a couple of games against the Jets. The Giants, you could say maybe they could get a win there. Mm. But it's the real one is Cincinnati in week 16 is going to be the... Yeah, so you figure what, one game against the the Jets... Uh, maybe the Giants and then the Bengals yeah exactly one yeah. of those divisional games they yeah. could get on yeah. maybe the Giants yeah, if they're, I think, if they're out I think already. three wins I can't see it though worst case they go 0-16 yeah and their worst case is kind of what we think they want yeah so it's not really worst case scenario yeah. it's it's going to be interesting to see I, I think they made a fatal mistake here I think the, the, that Bengals Dolphins game will, could be really interesting yeah, it could be, the, could be the swing game couldn't it yeah and it'll be really it could be one of the worst games. But we imagine, know but... how difficult it is to draft and to hit on draft picks, Sai. Yes. The the hit rate is ridiculously small. And even when you're picking right at the top, you can make duff picks. Mm-hmm. You can pick a guy that you think is going to be great. And within four or five years, they're out of the league completely. Yeah. I just think that they've misjudged how to play this game. Yeah. We said that earlier on, didn't we, that they've gone far too heavy on trying to pick up draft picks and hoping for the best from that taking out all the talent like I said they've not just blown the machine they've blown up bits of the machine yep. and you can't blow up everything and expect to put stuff back together mm-hmm. again so quickly let's move on then to the AFC North starting off with the team on top that's the Baltimore Ravens they're 5-2 and two record at the moment 1-2 lost 2-1-3 they're now in their bye week they had their bye week sorry so they've now got New England uh, <laughs> away that's not going to be easy nope I really looking at their schedule. They could actually go to thirteen and three as a best case, worst case nine and seven. Okay, which still I think we'd put them top of the AFC North. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they've just got some difficult games. They've got New England. They've got um, San Francisco. They've got the Rams. They've got the Texans. They've got the Steelers. 
just divisional games are tough. They've got to go to Cleveland. They lost to Cleveland at mm-hmm. home already. Yeah. So yeah, and they've that does feel like a very much a swing sort of schedule. Yeah, like you say thirteen or three or nine seven. And despite in the draft moving towards more of a pass happy idea of what they were going to do, they mm. have still kind of doubled down as run the ball, run scramble the ball. Yeah. Lamar. Mm-hmm. Is that a, is that going to win? Because we saw what the Chargers could do to them last season if you plan yeah. against Lamar. Properly. Yeah, is it sustainable for the full season? Mm. I'm not convinced. And no. can and can and can Lamar hold up throughout the whole season? He takes risks, yeah. and we see what happens with Mahomes when you yeah. take risks. Exactly, exactly. You're one player away from yeah. from blowing this thing up. Yeah, he might be durable now, but come week fourteen, fifteen, is he going to be as durable? No, well, we hope he is. But, yeah, 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 yeah. Like I said, best case thirteen and three, which I'm sure they would love. Yeah. Let's go on then to the Steelers. So bad, bad start for the Steelers. Zero and three. You lose Ben Roethlisberger for the season. You then lose Mason Rudolph for a game. So you have a guy nicknamed Duck. Um, but they get wins against the Bengals, the Chargers, Miami. They're easy games to get wins against. Mm-hmm. Um, but their best case scenario actually now is they can end up 10-6. and six. If they win the, get the 50-50 games, mm-hmm. uh, and the worst case I think is 8-8. Eight and eight. Okay. So they've got two tough games now against the Rams and, and the Colts. Colts first. But then they've got a nice cushiony bit here with the the Browns, the Bengals, Browns again, the Cards, the Bills, the Jets, and then the last game is against the Ravens. Mm. So, despite all their problems, mm-hmm. because they're a good team yeah. fundamentally and they've worked on defense, I think they're able to shut down enough teams yeah. and score just enough points yeah. that they can actually win some of these games. Which I, I thought the season was lost. Yeah. I still think it is, but they yeah, have a chance to still get a decent record. Yeah, I think. You've probably rose tinted your glasses a little bit with that. <laughs> right, I don't mean that. I mean it within your worst case. Sure. Um, I think it could be worse than what you're saying, okay. just based on the fact that there are a lot of marginal game games in in there, a lot of fifty fifty ones. So if you lose all of those fifty fifty ones, I think you'd be a little bit worse off. <laughs> well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, then third place, we've got the Cleveland Browns. They're two and five, currently on a three game losing streak. Uh, they started the season with the best hype and then got smashed by the Titans 43-13. Mm. Managed to rally against the Jets 23-3, then lost to the Rams, then beat the Ravens, then lost those three in a row against three of the best teams in mm-hmm. the 49ers, the Seahawks and the Patriots. But it doesn't get much easier for them as they go on. They've got a couple, well, a couple of easy games. Bengals and Dolphins uh, stand out there. Two against the Bengals. I think the best case they could finish 10-6. and six. Worst case, 6-10. and 10. But they've got some problems in mm. Cleveland. Yeah, they do. A lot they've of talent got, going to waste. They've got a head coach that just isn't cutting it. Mm-hmm. And you need someone to be really firm with Baker at the moment. He's having arguments now with, with journalists. Yeah. And walking away from press conferences. He's got the usual lot moaning at him like Colin Coward, you know. But mm-hmm. he should be used to that by now. Yeah. But there seems to be a disconnect he's, in that locker room. For him, I feel like he's be- believing his own hype a little bit too much, you know. Right. And needs to actually maybe focus more on playing the game yeah they just need to make it simple mm-hmm. there are there are the reasons you bring an OBJ yeah is to run post routes and you know start slants and things mm-hmm. like that you know I don't know why they're not playing to their mm-hmm. advantages and they've got a great running back run, there run the ball. yeah yeah you can talk about the O-line as much as you like but they have an internal count in, in Baker's head of how long he can hold on to the ball mm-hmm. and they've got players that can catch the ball quite easily so yeah 
I don't think they're again it's the head coach problem mm-hmm. just because it's not Hugh Jackson doesn't mean it's, it's going to work yeah last one up then is the Cincinnati Bengals yeah oh wow Cincinnati they're now 0-8 so they are the 32nd ranked team in the NFL because of their extra loss mm-hmm. on a bye week now yeah so they decided to bench Andy Dalton mm-hmm. I think their best case scenario now is they can go 3-13 and 13. worst case of course is they can go 0-16 oh, yeah uh, they've got a game against the Jets a game at Miami and maybe one of the Cleveland games because hmm. it's divisional they can squeak yeah so that's why I'm thinking 3-13 and 13, but it's been a whole load of nothing this season yeah. you know, they've got worse I yeah. don't know how they can manage it yeah. moving on from Marvin Lewis but they've managed to get yeah. worse and also I think the, the the potential on their record comes down to large, largely what they're doing at quarterback because yeah. we just don't know what Finley's going to do and again, he hasn't done anything before, so there's no there's no indication that there should be an improvement on offense. No, because Dalton plays as well as you let him play. Mm-hmm. So no AJ Green all year. He's probably quite happy to be out of that. Yeah, Joe Mixon has only just started to put some some performances together. Again, you can blame the line as much as you like, but they also moved out a lot of their kind of name pieces on defense. You yeah. know, so no. Pac-Man mm-hmm. no perfect you know they weren't great but no. at least you knew them and at least they, they brought a kind of gravitas to the defence it's all gone now yep and they've got a guy who knew Sean McVeigh for a couple of weeks as their head coach so yeah. they they rolled the dice and it hasn't worked yep so good luck with the, the draft this year mm-hmm. the AFC South sorry starts with the Indianapolis Colts is this the toughest division in football quite possibly they've all got They've all at least at 500. Mm-hmm. So the Colts started off badly, lost in overtime to the Chargers. But uh, and apart from a loss to Oakland, they've they've won five. Mm-hmm. So I think their best case scenario is they're getting 13 and three. Worst case, nine and seven mm-hmm. for the Colts. Very well coached by Frank Reich. Yeah. They've drafted correctly. They've been able to sidestep the Andrew Luck retirement because Jacoby Brissett is a is fairly a decent yep. quarterback. Yeah. Um, so all those projections of Marlon Mack not doing anything, and mm-hmm. you know, you got to remember that O line hasn't got worse. No. Nope. So they've been able to run the ball quite well. Uh, Zach Pascal's doing really well, wide receiver. Eric Ebron is still playing very well at tight end. Mm-hmm. So they're getting these wins. Yeah. And like I said, I I can see it. Their best case scenario, they're only losing three games. I think for me, the the thing about the Colts is. Brissett is getting more and more comfortable as the weeks go by which is obvious and I think that will help them because like you said their O-line hasn't got worse and the parts around him are are perfectly good they've still got T.Y. Hilton as well so and Jack Doyle's is there as another tight end so they've got options and they seem to be doing it the right way they're Mm -hmm. slowly they're building up it's a bit like what the Jags did a couple of years ago you know they Mm. built the defence they put in Good yeah. piece after good piece and, and carried Pro- on. Problem they had was just that Bortles was their quarterback. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Brissett's better than that. Yeah. Talking of uh, other quarterbacks, then the Texans have got one of the best quarterbacks in football. Mm-hmm. They've got a twenty-four plus point differential, so best in the division uh, in terms of point differential. Again, they put a couple of wins together, then they take a loss. A couple of wins together, then take a loss. Um, they got Jacksonville this weekend, then their bye week. Again, I think their best case scenario is they go thirteen and three. Mm. Worst case seven and uh, sorry nine and seven, so the same as the Colts. Similar as the Colts, yeah. Um, yeah, they've got to play the Patriots um, at home at least, mm-hmm. and they've got to play the Colts. Yeah, I'd, 
they have the talent to actually do something against they're one of the teams that could beat the New England Patriots yeah I agree. if everything falls their way and yeah. they don't make stupid mistakes yeah I mean I think JJ Watt beating out for them is is a damn shame against the Patriots as well yeah and no clowning uh, yeah um, so that you know hurts a little bit but you expect them to do more on offense than a lot of the teams that the um, Patriots D has been up against so far yes so I think that, that that's why we probably feel they have a good chance well Brett Coleman's shown that, that Watson's the one team that Bill Belichick doesn't do zero blitz against mm-hmm. because he knows that he knows how to diagnose the, the defense quicker yeah and burn them for it so yeah mm. and I think that's yeah that's a fair reflection record wise of where they could end up I guess the problem for the Texans is Bill O'Brien seems to be fighting against their own best interests yeah. some weird moves and mm. yeah it's, it's not great for the, the Texans in that respect but mm-hmm. on the field they're doing alright Jacksonville Jaguars Jaguars um, it's been a tough old year for the Jags they were mm. hoping that the Super Bowl MVP would come in and be an upgrade on offense mm-hmm. it hasn't been there nope Hasn't been there since the first game when they took a loss to Kansas City, which was expected. Uh, But Minshew's got them four wins and their four losses. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think their best case scenario is they actually finished eight and eight. Worst case, six and ten. And it's only because of the schedule. I think they've got some tough games. I can't see them beating Houston this weekend. They've only got a bye week. I can't see them beating the Colts on both of their games Mm -hmm. against the Colts. Tennessee are a tough team to play against. That's a Mm 50-50. Said so, you know, They've got some easier games, Chargers, uh, Bucks, Falcons. But even the Chargers and Bucks on their day. Exactly, yeah. That's what I'm saying. So 6-10 yeah. is yeah. not a disrespectful to no. the Jags. I, I like the Jags. I think they built a decent team there. Mm-hmm. And it's also going to be interesting to see what happens when Foles, Foles does come back. Yeah. Because are they going to want to wait another week or two? Are they going to have to wait for Minshew to have a really bad game to give the excuse to pull him out? Mm-hmm. Because he's a bit of a fan favourite. Yeah, but again, it's a difficult it's not one. Fair on Nick. No, I think you're. I think, I think we've said before that they'll bring Foles back. It just yeah. allows them to take their time in doing so. Yes. As it, you know, as in make sure he's 100 percent right. Yeah, but there are a couple of tough games there where they could take a loss and then go. Uh, mm-hmm. It's yeah. time. Yeah, or maybe easy, wait for one of the easier games to put yeah. Nick in and go. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's the Jags. Mm-hmm. Last up is the Titans, who are also on four and four record. So it's a bit unfair to say they're the worst team in the division yeah. when they've got the same record. But uh, yeah, they again had a great first week against the Cleveland Browns. Then they lose two straight. Then they beat the Falcons because the Falcons are terrible. Then they lose two more. Then they bench Mariota. And they get two wins with Ryan Tannehill against the Chargers and the Bucks. Mm-hmm. I think their best case scenario, again, just like the Jags, is they end up 8-8. Eight and eight. Yep. Worst case actually is 4-12. and 12 Okay, yeah. For the Titans, again they've got an even harder run in. Um, they've got to play the Panthers and the Ch- and the, the Chiefs before their bye week. They've then got to play the um, the Colts. They've got to play the Texans and the Saints. Got to play the Texans twice actually. So yeah, it's just a harder run in for yeah. them than the Jags, which yeah. is why worst case I think is four and twelve. Mm-hmm. It's another year for the Titans where, okay, they've made it half a decision with Mariota. Yeah. But you can't expect to win it all with the squad they've got. Mm-hmm. They they never seem, although they think they're picking up like seven out of ten yeah. in terms of quality. It doesn't seem to add up to a big jump in in results for the Titans. Yeah, they're a strange one, aren't they? It's, they're really hard to figure out. I think a lot of the time, I still maintain that they don't run the ball enough for me. Which is strange, isn't it? Because 
they pick up what you consider to be like blue collar work players. Mm-hmm. You know, they get they don't mind getting muddy, but they just don't get the points out of it. No. Well, that's the AFC South, AFC West, the Kansas City Chiefs, mm-hmm. sitting at five and three, so they're on top, and they've got a plus forty five point differential, which helps when you've got Patrick Mahomes throwing the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, they started off white hot, four wins in a row. Uh, then they lose to the Colts and lose to the Texans. Then they win at Denver, then lose to Green Bay. But, of course, in the meantime, they've had Patrick Mahomes go down with an injury. Mm-hmm. He's a bit, bit limpy for a couple of weeks before that. Yeah. But, yeah, they've had to put him out more. Probably going to have to start again this week, I think, even though Mahomes yeah. is chomping at the bit to come back in. Yeah, week 10, they said, didn't they, I think, was... When they were aiming for Mahomes, yeah, against the the Titans, mm-hmm. I think their best case scenario they finished twelve and four. Worst case, they end up ten and six. Yep. So even then, they've got a double double digits win mm-hmm. record. Just the relatively easy schedule. They've only got to play the really the Patriots, are the, are the toughest one left on their schedule. Mm-hmm. So I think they've made the improvement from last year. They needed to improve the defense, and they've yeah. gone out and they've made a splash with Frank Clark. Mm-hmm. Um, Emmanuel Ogbo has been a fairly decent pickup under the radar from from the Browns. Yep. And I thought they might have wanted to trade for Peterson for a first round pick. I would have been okay with that. I mm. think that would have made sense. But they're going the old fashioned way about it, and they're going to mm. spend another year with what they've got. Yeah. I guess it kind of helps having Mahomes have a rest for a couple of weeks because he needs to heal up. Mm-hmm. It's better that he's playing in December and January than. Yeah, and also I think it probably, like I said earlier, tell, tells the team and everyone else how good they are. Not yeah. ju- they're not just Mahomes. No. Next up is the Oakland Raiders in second place. Who the thunk it? Eh? Mm. But the Raiders are at three and four mm-hmm. and the second place in the AFC West. No one would have thought that coming into the nah. season with that record. But got the first win of the season against the Broncos in week one. Good result at home. Then they lose a couple against two tough teams in the Chiefs and the Vikings. Then they win against the Colts and then the Bears. Uh, and then they've lost the last two after their bye week, the Packers and the Texans. Not all bad news for the Raiders. I think their best case scenario is they finish eleven and five, and worst case eight and eight. Start of the Which season, they have a bit in your hand. Well, probably not publicly, but see, <laughs> see behind, yeah, you would expect. Yeah, 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 Obviously, they were hoping Antonio Brown would be catching some touchdowns mm-hmm. for them. It's been tough for the Raiders. They have had a lot of turmoil with Antonio Brown, yeah. um, and with the fact that you know they have to make a decision on Derek Carr eventually. Yeah, but at least they're not mucking around with him like they were last season no um, and they're sticking in games um, they've definitely toughened up mm-hmm. yep last season you could score loads of points on them yeah and just walk away with the game their defence has definitely improved yeah um, I think they've made they they had they had a clear picture in their mind of what they wanted to do they went away did it and it's clearly paying off yeah as we said earlier on the big issue for them going forward will be that quarterback and we knew there were holes all over the place anyway. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's going to take another draft or yeah. two for them to fill in those. But it's at least progress mm-hmm. in, the, in the right way. Oh, definitely. And it means they've over they've overlooked the uh, LA Chargers. Mm-hmm. So they've leapfrogged them. Chargers are now sitting at three and five. Um, they got a, a kind of a win against the Bears uh, mm. last weekend. But they've been kind of sandwiched between a, a series of losses. So they beat the Colts in overtime in week one. Uh, but then lost two, then beat the Dolphins because you can beat the Dolphins. Then they lose three straight. Um, they got three more games till their bye week. I think their best case scenario is now they finish seven and nine. Worst case, they can go four and twelve. 
there are some 50-50 games in there mm-hmm. and we can see the Chargers don't really win 50-50 games nope. for the most part so wheels have fallen off that that team mm. Melvin Gordon's holdout had some horrific effects for the yeah the mood in the locker room they seemed to be okay before he came back and now they're trying to integrate, integrate him into, back. The, into yeah. the, the game but they're not getting the running game going mm-hmm. Ken Wilson has now, now been fired so they're now sticking to the QB coach who you know, it's just a QB coach, mm-hmm. Phil Rivers. You probably get shout at yep. six six days a week. Um, they're kind of wasting. Keenan Allen looks disinterested for most yeah. of the game. Well, we said this a couple of weeks back that they've just seemed to have forgotten about him. They've moved away from Eckler since trying to in- reintegrate yeah. Gordon. It is just a mess. They should have moved on Gordon really in free agency. There yeah. were teams that were looking at him. Yeah, they probably asked for too much. Mm-hmm. That's that's what it is now, and and this kind of division you can't mess about because other teams aren't going to want to jump up no. and also they've got a big problem on the horizon because Phil Rivers <laughs> no is not getting well <laughs> <laughs> because Philip Rivers is not getting younger no he's not uh, the Denver Broncos have also got problems at quarterback as every year seems to be the case uh, they're sitting at the moment at 2-6 and six, um, lost 4 games in a row then they won 2 against the Chargers and the Titans now they've lost two in a row again. They've got another game before their bye week. I think best case scenario is they're finishing six and ten, mm-hmm. which would be fairly decent. Get four more wins. Yeah, the start they've had. Worst case is they don't, and they end up two and fourteen mm-hmm. because those four wins are fifty fifty games as well. You know, right, yeah. I mean, you'd have to include the the Bills in Orchard Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'd have to include the win against Detroit, which is never easy. Yep, uh, and against the Raiders. Yep. So yeah, I was being quite kind with that. Like I said, best case scenario was six and ten, yeah. getting four more wins. Um, I mean, I was even seeing trade talk about um, Von Miller. Mm, yeah, I saw That's that. That's kind of yeah. where this franchise has got to now. They had their Super Bowl run mm-hmm. a few years ago, but John Elway built them for that Super Bowl run mm-hmm. and hasn't really shown him he's got the chops to, to do to anything keep it going. beyond. Yeah, yeah, they're um, not great, are they? It's just a bit of a shame, really, because. They've got a really good fan base there mm-hmm. in Denver. And you're kind of hoping for more for them. But when when you're sticking Joe Flacco as your franchise quarterback for even one season, I don't know what they're expecting, really. Yeah. I mean, they drafted Drew Locke round one, and they're not going to use him even with a chance to. Yeah. You should be prepping this guy. Yeah, you'd think so, wouldn't you? Yeah, you should be getting 50% of the reps and ready to well, go. Well, maybe they just don't have the trust in their O-line. But are they making? Well, Garrett Bowles is a major disaster. Yeah. But are they making moves to improve that? No, they're not. So <laughs> <laughs> let's move on then to the NFC. We're starting in the East, as we did with the AFC, and the first team in the NFC East is the Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. So uh, they're sitting at four and three, mm-hmm. and they got the top spot. Uh, well, on the first three games in a row, then lost three in a row, then they just beat your Eagles mm-hmm. in week seven. Had the bye week. I think their best case scenario is they can actually run the board and finish thirteen and three. Mm-hmm. Uh, worst case is they go eight and eight. That would include them beating the New England Patriots to yeah. go thirteen and three. Yeah. Not impossible. No, nope. uh, especially if New England lose a couple before that game, could be on a slide. Uh, but yeah, it's an interesting year again for the Cowboys. They've still got Jason Garrett as their head coach. Yeah, so they're still kind of. Meh, I on think, offense. Yeah. yeah, even though they they have got better pieces there. Randall Cobb is obviously a good addition mm-hmm. there. Amari Cooper was great last season. He's continued to be so when they yeah. get gets a chance. Zeke still p- continually puts up good points, mm-hmm. and Dak Prescott, he's 
he is a franchise quarterback. Mm. I think he is. Yeah, in, I, in I, think, ways, I think he is. You know, in all the intangible ways. I think know. he is. He's just like not. He's not clutch, is he? That's the no. Thing he's with, not. You want the game winning drive, nah, is he? Yeah, but. exactly. Um, yeah, I think you nailed it. I think the head coach pro- you could could argue is the problem there. Nailed it. <laughs> and their defense is okay. You know, they mm-hmm. keep yeah, yeah. The scrabble around because of the amount of money they're paying some of these these players, and, and they can't all stay. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be interesting what happens next year. Yeah. They've had a problem with Tyron Smith not being there all season, basically, at left tackle. It's not yeah. helped them. But they are still top of the division. Second place, your Philadelphia Eagles, side. Yep. Four and four mm-hmm. after eight weeks. So you won your first game against the Redskins. Then you lost two, including against the Falcons, giving them their one win. Yeah. Then you won two. Packers and Jets. <laughs> then you lost two. Then you won one. So you're kind of back and forth. Yeah. Can't get a streak really going. Uh I reckon your best case scenario is you finish twelve and four, mm-hmm. so you could win all your remaining games. Worst case, nine and seven. Mm. So I've been quite nice to you. That includes you beating the Patriots yep. after bye week, yeah, at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you have got a relatively easy schedule, yeah, moving forward. Have. Yeah, um, I think that's reasonable. You know, injuries have been the the big issue um, in the secondary, in particular, which is basically where we get stung in those games where we've lost really but you've had the bad secondary for a few years now we have we have you won the Super Bowl yeah yeah no no yeah yeah. I'm not blaming the quality of the players I'm blaming the injuries to the fact to to some of those ones that are deemed to be the better okay cornerback you know like Jalen Mills but you brought in Orlando Skandrick yeah right so there was some movement to Mm -hmm. try and plug that not enough not enough for my liking I think we should probably have been a bit more active in terms of our trades from a Secondary perspective, there was sure. talk. There was talk of um, Chris Harris. Yeah, he's still with the the Broncos, isn't he? Yeah, um, yeah. I think if we can get people fit, I think the other problem I have is um, Deshaun Jackson being out has hurt us as well because I just don't think we have that deep threat without him around, and that was always a bit of an issue for for a few years. Yeah, so we've overrun the time. I knew we would do with the Eagles. <laughs> Sorry. Let's go on then to the New York Giants. New York Football Giants. Uh, two and six. They lost two games. Then won their, their two against the Bucks and the Redskins. They've just lost four straight. Uh, I think their best case scenario, actually, they can go seven and nine. Okay. Worst, so I'm not a complete hater. No. Worst case, four and 12. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got the Dolphins in there. And they've got the Jets. So I was thinking there's two wins potentially there. Yeah. Um. Another interesting season for the Giants. They finally cut the cord on Eli. Mm-hmm. They've, like I said, I mean, they got two wins after you know doing that, doing that. Yeah. But it hasn't been a long-term solution. Obviously, they've got a lot of other injuries there. Mm-hmm. Saquon Barkley's been out a couple of weeks. Yeah. Evan Ingram, mm-hmm. uh, Sterling Shepard, yeah. players that you want to be that we need to be there to have any chance of winning mm-hmm. the game. Not an awful lot on defense no. as well. That's been a kind of a no-go zone in terms of talking about stuff. When it comes to the Giants, I mean, what are we thinking here? I mean, they obviously sunk a, a pick into Daniel Jones. Mm-hmm. I think, I think it's a sensible move if, you know, if they've picked him as the quarterback that they want, which they have. Yeah, then they need to give him time to settle. It's probably the right time to do it. They're not going anywhere with Eli in there. Um, yeah, it's difficult for him. Um, he's done an okay job given what's gone on around him. I think I think yeah, like 
somewhere they, between what you've said seems reasonable. They need to upgrade the defense, I yeah. think. You know, yeah, yeah. Give themselves a chance. They can't rely on that offense to keep yeah. up in yeah. games. Uh, last team in the NFC East End is the Washington Redskins. They're sitting at 1-7. and seven. Mm-hmm. Their lone win came at the Miami Dolphins. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, good for them. It's not... <laughs> As we said in the in the review, yeah, it's not all bad. It's not all bad, you know. They do need to to grow some balls when it comes to Dwayne Haskins, and give him a chance to get some reps in, and play a game. Mm-hmm. They've got a game at Buffalo this weekend where they should be starting. Yeah, what should be their franchise quarterback? Yeah. He's shown flashes. Okay, there was an overthrow last week. It still got into McLaurin's hands, but came out and then went for the interception. Mm-hmm. But again, I'm, I'm not putting that solely on no. Dwayne Haskins, you know. No. Because I want to see this guy do well. I, I, you know, he needs to be given a chance. Yeah. And they've got a good running back there. They have got a, a great rookie wide receiver in mm-hmm. Terry McLaurin. They have got a pretty good front seven on the defense as well. Yep. So there are pieces there that they can work with. Definitely. I'm surprised they tried to ship Josh Norman out, mm-hmm. out actually, yeah. because he's had injuries and he's a very decent cornerback. He actually came in and started and played still last week, even though he was yeah. there for emergencies only. So I think there's reason to be cheerful for the, the skins. Best case scenario, I think they get to four and twelve. Worst case, two and fourteen. Mm-hmm. There are a couple of winnable games in there. But. Yeah, I just don't think they're as bad as their record at the moment is saying. No, it's just not when when you're a bad team and you get a half decent schedule, it's difficult to put the wins in to yeah. to, to beef that up. Yeah, so that's the NFC East, NFC North is one of the most difficult divisions in football. Mm-hmm. Three of the teams, anyway. Uh, first up, it's the Green Bay Packers, sitting at 7-1. and one. Uh, their, their lone loss came uh, at home to the Philadelphia Eagles in week four. It did. Looking at their schedule, I think their best case is they can go 14-2. and two. Their worst case scenario is 12-4. and four which I think they would take. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. That other loss, by the way, would come against the San Francisco 49ers in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. After a bit of a shaky start with Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers looking pissed off all the time, it seems to have all fallen into place for the, yeah. the Packers. Yeah. They haven't had a running game since Eddie Lacy was skinny. Mm-hmm. So it's good to see that they're actually using Aaron Jones. Yeah. Uh, he showed flashes last year that they should be leaning on him. Mm-hmm. And they seem to be doing it, so it's working. Mm-hmm. And also, the defense has improved. Zadaria Smith is a great addition. Yeah, uh, Blake Martinez, yeah. very good middle linebacker. I think that's the big key for me for the for the Packers um, is defensively. Yeah, you look at you know Rod Rogers is is elite. He you know he he's been oh, yeah, great, yeah. and they've been great offensively for years. The their downside was always on the other side of the ball. You you always felt that you could get points against them yeah. they seem to have sorted that out now yeah no it's definitely working for the moment and mm-hmm. they're, they're taking advantage of the, the advantages they're given mm-hmm. next up is the Minnesota Vikings they're 6-2 and two. Um, got a 79 plus point differential which is always good to see uh, their two losses came at Green Bay and at Chicago somehow mm. uh, but yeah they've been doing alright lately four wins in a row I think their best case scenario is they finish 12-4 and four. Uh, worst case, nine and six. Seven. Sorry, nine and seven. Bit of a differential there. Uh, but yeah, they've got to play the Chiefs next. Probably the best time because they went first yeah. Mahomes. Yeah. But they've also got to go to Dallas. Uh, got to go to Seattle. 
got to play Green Bay again. So mm. it it's one of those Marginal. things. I think they're definitely better than the last couple of years. Yeah, you know, there, there were times when they got to crunch games and you just. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think they're more Dalvin Cook staying healthy yeah. is essential. I was going to say more. They're more varied, aren't they? The run Dalvin Cook that's helping them out. I think. Yeah. Um, they've they're great at wide receiver. Yeah, and Kirk Cousins is a decent quarterback. Mm-hmm. He's not just a game manager. He can make those throws where you go, "Oh wow, yeah, that's elite." Yeah. He's not saying he's elite, but I'm saying he he has got it in his locker to mm-hmm. do those kind of things if he's got the confidence level up. Yeah, it's when they're slamming him that mm-hmm. they'll be worried. And the defense as well, very well drilled mm-hmm. defense. You you can't do the same thing against them twice. No. They'll learn and adapt. So yeah. it's going to be interesting to see what the, the Vikings do. I think they're probably going to win the division mm. if they push it hard enough. Next up is Detroit Lions, the most unlucky team in the NFC. Yeah. Uh, they've got a record of 3-3-1. Three, three and one. So they, they went to overtime with the Cardinals in the first week and ended up tying the game. Uh, then won two, then lost three, just beat the Giants. So best case scenario, I think they end up ten five and one. Mm-hmm. Worst case, eight seven and one. My maths is right. Yep. this time round, <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's difficult, man. Mm. <laughs> right. uh, yeah, so I think that yeah they they may only lose two more games this mm-hmm. season if they really put the hammer down, which is good was, for them. I'm I am shocked at, at what's gone on in Detroit. Yeah. So, um I did not rate Matt Patricia at all last season. Nope. he seemed. Like he was kind of carried by Bill Belichick in New England. Mm-hmm. There were times when he was there where the defense was making those mistakes, and then Bill would kind of take over and they'd sort themselves out. Yep. So I wasn't liking it. He, he didn't seem well. The, the stories coming out about him in press conferences weren't great about him not turning up on time to, mm. to team meetings. But there's got to be credit where credit's due. They definitely have definitely improved this off season, uh, and I think. If if fair was fair, they should be sitting at the top of this mm-hmm. division right now. I agree, but yeah. it's the Lions, so they never get the rubber the, no, the, no. the green. Um, so I think they probably end up somewhere in the middle of that. Yeah, reasons to be positive though, I would say for them. Yeah, like I said, if you can get to, to double digits win, mm-hmm. uh, I wouldn't be surprised. The Bears, the Chicago Bears, mm. the team that's seemingly imploding before our very eyes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sat at the bottom of the, the table, 3-4-0. and oh. Yeah, it's been a while since Chicago been this bad. Uh, but, you know, it happens to the best of us. I think maybe, what was it, Lovey Smith, Mark Tressman. They've never had, have they ever had a good quarterback? I'm just trying to think. I can't remember them ever having a mm. good quarterback. I mean, nah. Walter Payton <laughs> doing some trick plays. He mm. was all right, but they've always got on with their defense. But yeah. Vic Fangio left. And they haven't got any better on mm-hmm. defense. Yeah. And unfortunately for Mitch Trubisky, if the defense isn't bailing him out, then there's nowhere to hide when yeah. they're not driving the ball. Um, at one point they were three and one, but they've lost the last three in a row. Best case scenario, I think they end up five and eleven now. Mm. Worst case scenario is four and twelve. So they may only get one more win in the worst case scenario, um, and that is because. They play the Giants. I think it's the only only winnable game I can see for them. Mm. Uh, moving forward, they've got a horrible um, second half of the season mm-hmm. coming up. Uh, they're at the Eagles. They've got Detroit, who are much better than their record shows. Mm-hmm. At the Rams, um, at Detroit again. Uh, 
against the Cowboys, Green Bay, Kansas City, Minnesota. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. These are okay. these are games. That's, yeah. That, yeah. One um, or two wins if they're lucky. Yeah. Yeah. I just I just think that this has kind of all imploded on them. Mm-hmm. Matt Nagy looks completely out of his depth right now. Yeah. Like I said, he was bailed out last season by Vic Fangio, and there's no one bailing him out this time. Yeah. The NFC South. So. Mm-hmm. The NFC South. New Orleans Saints, as we always thought, were going to be at the top of this tree. Yes. Sitting 7-1. and one. They uh, lost 27-9 to the Rams in week two. Other than that, just had a case of Drew Brees going down with a broken finger, or thumb, sorry. Um, but they still managed to win five straight with um, Teddy Bridgewater. Mm-hmm. So Brees comes back and they carry on where they left off. Yep. I think their best case scenario was they can actually finish 14-2. and two. Mm-hmm. Their loss would come at San Francisco if it's going to come anywhere. Okay. Out of that remaining lot. They've also got to play the Colts. So I was saying 10-6 and six would be their worst case scenario so they could lose that game. Mm-hmm. They've always been good on offense. You know, you've got people like Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas and now Latavius Murray. Yep. But it's the defense which kind of goes unsung. Mm-hmm. And they, they are stifling... Yeah. Opposition offenses quite consistently. Yeah. I think for that for them defensively, I I read what I said about the Packers. Yeah, they've historically been very good offensively, but in you know in more recent years, should I say? But mm. defensively, not quite so good. No, it's all turned yeah. around now, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, next up then is the Panthers. They're sitting at four and three. Uh, it's, it's again been tough for the Panthers. You know, Cam's not been in the in the lineup, really. Mm. So Kyle Allen has done the best that he could. Um, they had four wins in a row before their bye week. Then, of course, he hit the meat grinder that's the San Francisco 49ers, so mm-hmm. I can't really hold that against them. Best case scenario, though, they can end up finishing 9-7, and seven, as far as I can see. Uh, worst case, 7-9. and nine. Yeah. They uh, feel they feel about one of those sort of sides, don't they? Which is going to be better for them than last year. Yeah. And I was going to come on to that because obviously they ended last year on a horrible run. Yes. Um, after Dave said that they were Super Bowl <laughs> contenders. Um, well, they figured out what they're best at yes. and that's giving the ball to Christian McCaffrey. Yep. Either by throwing it short or mm-hmm. handing it off. Um, and also someone like Curtis Samuel is a nice little addition as well yeah. you know, to get him in the game at least. You know, mm-hmm. They weren't really doing that before. And defensively, they are, they're fairly decent. I mean, I think they can... They can have their off days. Yeah, yeah. Sunday being if you've an got example. Luke Kiki playing, mm-hmm. you've got a yeah. chance. Yeah, you know, and they've had a couple of years together now as well. People like um, James Bradbury, mm-hmm. who's a very good corner. Yeah, I think he's just he's kind of evolved as he's gone on as well. So yeah, um, yeah. Some natural talent going on there, natural evolution, and Ron Rivera, I think, is a fairly decent head mm-hmm. coach. Yeah, he just you know. You never really know with Ron whether he's going to make a bad mistake at some point. Yeah. But they're at least sitting second in the division. Um, I think deservedly so. Mm-hmm. Next up then is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, it's not been another great season for the Bucks. Two and five. They haven't benched Jameis yet, but you'd think if someone like Fitzpatrick was still there, they might have yeah. <laughs> sat him down for a couple of games. Their two wins came, ironically, at the Carolina Panthers and at the Rams yeah. so two teams that you wouldn't have thought they'd get a win mm-hmm. um, they got the wins best case scenario I think for the, the Bucks now they finished 6-10 and 10. worst case 3-13 and 13. Yeah. so they've got to play the Falcons twice mm. I think they should be able to beat the Falcons yeah. at least once I think uh, for the Bucks and, and interestingly I think probably the, t- the two wins they've had is they want to get people into a shootout 
I yeah. I feel like. And then if if they're teams that can't cope with it, you know, high powered offenses. I don't think the Panthers and the Rams are necessarily high powered offenses. No, and that's well, what they were. The Rams should have been, but yeah, but I, well, I just don't think they are a quarterback. I don't think Goff is a, a guy that that that's the way he plays. He's probably He's more, not really a downfield. No, exactly. And I feel singer, like, is he? and I feel like that's what the Bucks want to do is get teams into that kind of. Of, of well, a they game. just need to stop the turnovers. If yeah. they can stop the turnovers, and they've got a chance to win against any team, yeah, they've got a fairly decent defense mm-hmm. as well. It's yeah. just you know they don't help themselves at all. No. Um, so I think yeah, probably six wins is is their ceiling mm-hmm. uh, this season. But they're at least not the worst team in the NFC South. Nope. That title goes to the Atlanta Falcons. Yes, it does. One and seven. They're now ranked 29th in the league. Uh, their single win was in week two uh, at home to the Philadelphia Eagles. But they have won. Sorry, they have lost six straight. I think their best case scenario now is they can win three more to finish four and twelve. Worst case, they finish two and fourteen. They've got to play. Who do I think they're going to beat? <laughs> Maybe they can beat the Bucks. I think was my my thinking there. But they've got some tough what? games. They've got to play the Saints twice. They've got to play the Forty Niners. Uh, you know. See, interestingly, if you go if you go to my back to my view about the Bucks being one of those teams that want to play in a shootout, the Falcons yeah. are a team that are probably want to play in a shootout as well. <laughs> so, it could be a high-scoring game with not much defense going on. Yeah, but their defense is shocking. Yes. And oh yeah, they haven't the really Falcons got a run game. terrible. Yeah. Devonta Adams just don't, don't want to be there anymore. By the looks, I mean Devonta Freeman doesn't want to be there any, any more than. So I was saying Devonta Adams. Damn it, Devonta Freeman. <laughs> He definitely doesn't want to be yeah. there. Devontae Adams is happy where he is. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think this is time for... I, I said it before the season started, Dan Quinn was on the hot seat as yeah. far as I was concerned and nothing I've seen has changed that. No. I'm surprised I, he's still there if they were really serious. But it looks like the Falcons are happy to ride this thing out and, and get a massively high draft pick. Yeah. They need to move on from Matt Ryan. I'm sorry, but it starts at the quarterback position mm-hmm. and they need to start again. Yeah. The NFC West, we're already there, Sorry, mm. This is what happens when we time it. Top of the tree is the San Francisco 49ers, called it. Uh, they're sitting at 7-0. and Had their bye week in week four, which should be illegal, really. There's no yeah. reason after three games to have a bye yeah. week. Um, best case scenario, they run the table, go 16-0. and There's no reason why they can't win every game remaining. Um, worst case, I think, is 13-3. and <laughs> So, again... Don't bite your hand off for that. <sighs> yeah, would they ever. Um, yeah, the tough games, Seattle, at Baltimore, and at the Saints, which is... They've got to play yeah. Seattle twice. Um, if they can win in New Orleans, then I think mm. everyone else has got a real problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, definitely. We talk about balance, and there's a real balance now between the defense and the offense yeah. because they've got healthy players, because Jimmy G is ice yeah. under center, um, because Tevin Coleman's back now, so they've got him. Matt Breda has had some injury issues as mm-hmm. well, but when they're on it, They've got Raheem Mostert as well on, on running back. Yeah. Just picked up Emmanuel Sanders. You know, Marquis Goodwin needs to come back. Mm-hmm. George Kittle was one of the best tight ends in the game. It's a There's a balance. We haven't even talked about their defense. Nick Bosa has really yeah. stepped in with the sacks. That's what they were, were missing was that one thing yeah. to to really punish the other team. Mm-hmm. But what more can I say, really? <laughs> <laughs> They're looking pretty complete as far as I can see. And they've got yeah. the best defensive coordinator in the league. Yeah, I mean, I must admit, I'll hold my hands up. I thought that they were... I thought they'd ridden their way to certainly sort of 4-0. Mm-hmm. Um, but probably since then, 
They've looked the real deal. They the have. They're, they play some tough teams. Yeah. Next up is the Seattle Seahawks. They're at six and two, which in most divisions would be enough to be top of the yeah. three. Uh, but they're not. Oh, sorry. Last thing about the Forty Nine is they've got a hundred and thirty point differential. Jeez. Positive. Crazy. Sa- uh, Seahawks. They've got a twelve point. Mm differential which is still good but you know it's in the positive uh, won the first two games of the season then lost to the Saints but you know people do mm-hmm. lose to the Saints won the next three lost to Baltimore where Lamar Jackson was just running crazy mm-hmm. uh, and then just beat the Falcons but you beat the Falcons yep um, their best case scenario I think is a 12-4 and four finish worst case 8-8 eight and eight. there are some tough teams in there where 50-50s um, there must be because I think the Seahawks are decent so for for them to be potentially down they've got, to they've got to play the 49ers twice right yeah um, and they've got to play the Panthers they've got to play got to go to the Rams uh, so a divisional game never easy and they've got to go to the Eagles as well so that's why I was thinking mm. that there, there are some tough games mm-hmm. to go for the Seahawks not to say they can't win like I said 12-4 and four would be just two more losses the whole regular season yeah um They've managed to get Chris Carson moving, which was one thing they didn't have the last couple mm-hmm. of years, which meant they lent on Russell Wilson too much. Yep. It's also good to see um, DK Metcalf, who is a genuine talent, come into the league mm-hmm. and help out Tyler Lockett, who yeah. is a number one wide receiver. Yeah. He's just stepped into the, the void. Yeah. Making crazy one-handed catches left, right and centre. Yeah. So I think the offence is helping mm-hmm. out. So it means the defence can yeah. transition as they've been doing, as yeah. they've been losing pieces. Yep. Next up, the LA Rams who were the Super Bowl runners-up last year, never really recovered, have they? Five no. and three is their record, but they did lose three in a row, including that f- crazy 55-40 to 40 loss to Tampa Bay at home. Uh, then they lost at Seattle, and then they took the loss to the 49ers, but mm. you're going to do that. Um, I think their best-case scenario is that they can finish 11-5, and five, mm-hmm. so there's two more losses this year. Worst case, they could finish 7-9. and nine. The thing with the Rams is, if you get into a shootout, like you said, they're not designed to yeah. to win that shootout. And they brought in Jalen Ramsey, great. But they've lost Marcus Peters and Aqib Tlaib. So mm-hmm. that's two corners. Yeah, for what for, for the rise one of one corner yeah. who's got a big mouth. Yeah. So I don't know. I think you you're gonna have to pay Jalen Ramsey, so they've brought him in mm-hmm. saying they're gonna do that, which means he's then saying he's not gonna hold out. Yeah. But you know what I mean? This, yeah. this doesn't seem like a really great move for the Rams overall. No, I, I feel like they need to they need to find their feet in the run game again. Yeah, there's, there's seriously something wrong with Gurley. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's done a, he's done a bit more in recent weeks, but maybe more in the passing game than than, than actually running the ball. Yeah, um, they need to see Anderson again, don't they? they yeah, someone to come in and just ball rush through. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't really have it. They haven't really used Daryl Henderson as no. their rookie running back. Yeah. Malcolm Brown gets a couple of doesn't get enough Does carries yeah. so I I don't have high hopes for the Rams for the rest of this season I don't think they quite no. get they don't get to 11 uh, the last team in the league then but not the worst no. the Arizona Cardinals sitting at 3-4-1 and one. they're currently ranked 19th in the in the league uh, that draw against Detroit in week one then they had three losses in a row where Kyler Murray was trying to find his feet mm-hmm. in the league yep. not easy for a, a rookie quarterback Number one overall was the pressure. Not the tallest in the league yep. either. Uh, but he gets them three wins in a row against three of the weakest teams, admittedly. Uh, Bengals, Falcons and Giants. You're going to take a loss at New Orleans. Yeah. You've got to scrub that one. Yep. But I think their best case scenario, they could win. They could finish 6-9-1. Worst case, 
three, twelve, and one, which means they don't win another game. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could not win another game. Yep. The for, the felt oh, the Cardinals aren't designed to score a lot of points. No, and you you got a rookie quarterback. Yeah, I I, I get it. They but well, then they could win games if their defense keeps them in them. Like I said, they could win another three games. Mm-hmm. As far as I can see, there are three winnable games for them, but they have to get a little bit lucky. Yep. Um, purely because they just haven't scored many points at all this season. Yeah. You know, uh, 170 points yeah. scored, 223 points yeah. conceded. But it's a step in the right direction. Definitely a point. Yes, definitely a step in the right direction on both sides of the ball. Yeah. Um, it's been good they can sustain drives they, they had trouble with that last season yeah. with Josh Rosen on the centre and then the defence just wasn't really interested because yeah. they were on the field so much yep. but those are the 32 teams so, mm-hmm. so that's our review um, tell us what you think if you agree or disagree uh, this will be on YouTube so you can leave a comment and uh, yeah we'd love to hear it because obviously we've blitzed through your team very quickly probably haven't given them enough time Yeah, we haven't really got so much time in the day Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the picks then, shall we? Uh, first of all, we've got to talk about the Kings picks for week eight. He was up against Nick, who's still a Dolphins fan. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a great week. It was a great week in Pixland. The King got 12 of 15 correct. Nice. Only the Bears losing, which was a missed field goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bills losing to the Eagles. He picked against your Eagles, so. That's fine. And the Chiefs losing to the Packers with no Mahomes uh, meant that he got 12 out of 15. So, we were four points behind before this week started. Nick had to pull out something out of the bag. And he did. He got 14 of 15. Good right, si. man. 14 of 15. That is only the decent. Bears losing by that field goal was the only incorrect wow. pick. Nick, you are brilliant. So, I know the season's kind of a bust for you. But take this win from yeah. the season. Yeah, it's it's a win. Yeah, it's a win for the people as well, side because yeah. it now means that the king is on seventy nine points and the people are on seventy eight. Nice. So we're one point behind. Coming to get you. Week nine. Week nine. I need someone to step in and get me, get the people into the lead. I'm activating you, Sai. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> We have the Kings picks here. Okay. You can't see them. No. All right. I cannot see them. We've got 14 games this week. Starting on Thursday night with the San Francisco 49ers at the Arizona Cardinals. Yep. Predictable 49ers. Yeah, you sure? Yep. Okay. All right. You think they're going to have too much for the cards? Yeah, on this I do. Yeah. Okay. I think Fair they right. get after Murray. Well, I think they will get after Murray. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's going to be the first pick against the second pick yep. in the draft this year. So that'll be interesting mm. for Kyler. Hopefully he survives this. Then we start in Saturday. Uh, sorry, Sunday's games. First up. I'm assuming that the King oh, went well, for yeah, the Well, yeah, the same. King did go for the 49ers, yes. Hey, just for completeness, we need to confirm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I will try and remember that. <laughs> Next up on Sunday, it's the London games. Final outing. Mm-hmm. It's the Houston Texans at, in, inv- in air quotes, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm-hmm. I'm there. You're there. Yeah, we're both going to be there, man. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go. Denver Dave's going to be there. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That is it. Uh, Seahawk Dave's going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> other other people that we know are going to yeah. be there. Other people we don't. It's going to be for else. I've got a few friends going to be there as well. Brilliant. Yeah. 
Who's going to win the game though, Si? I'm going to go Texans. Yeah. It's going to be close though. I think I think the Jags London experience will help them. Yes. Um it's the first time for the Texans. Yeah. Um yeah, I I I think the Texans just got a bit too much for the Jags. King has all gone for the Texans. Interesting. Next up then it's the Indianapolis Colts top of the AFC South mm-hmm. at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. Now before you make this pick, cuz I know what you're going to say. Uh-huh. Just let you know, just for facts, yeah. that the Steelers have won the last five meetings between these two teams. Yeah, this is this is not going to be easy. Um, I am still going to pick the Colts, but, right? But it's going to be close. Okay. So, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad you said it was close. Yeah. Uh, the King has also gone for the Colts. I think it could go either way, really. But That's how close I think it's going one way. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. Sorry. You're dry, not sorry. Dry rice. <laughs> Well, I'll draw my eyes once we've beaten you. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> next up, then, the Washington Redskins at the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Bills bounce back at home. What about the Skins bounce back? Yeah. <laughs> Just, I mean... Someone's who, got to bounce. Yeah. Right, I think, um, who knows what the Redskins are going to do at quarterback. Yeah. There's been no point. noise about that. Um, so I would have thought that we would have maybe heard if Haskins was going to come in. So... I'm going to assume that they're going to stick with Keenum mm. and I'm going to therefore go for the Bills. The King has also gone for the Buffalo Bills. Fine. The Tennessee Titans are heading to the Carolina Panthers. Hmm. Panthers off the back of a... Humiliating loss. Years. To the 49ers, but... Yeah. Hopefully think... they'll kind of see it for what it is. I'm going to... I'm going to go... The Panthers in, in Carolina. Yeah, I think yeah, they'll get game, back on the it? horse. Yeah, uh, King's gone for the Titans. So ah. Glad to see a, a difference now in the yeah. picks. And it shows that you aren't looking at the results. Yes, it does. Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, if I was, I'd probably just pick the same. That way, you know, I'm not going to make us any worse. <laughs> <laughs> this should be a good game then. It's the New York Jets at the Miami Dolphins. Who cares? Um, AFC East divisional matchup here. Yeah. Nick the Dolphins fan cares. Yeah, Nick yeah, the Jets true. Fan. He, he yeah, cares, you know. Um, I'm going to go for the Jets. They're just they're trying to win games. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> no, I mean King's got the same idea. He's gone for the Jets as yeah. well, but it's going to be that's two very close teams <laughs> for different reasons. Yes. Um, the Chicago Bears at the Philadelphia Eagles. Hmm. I don't like picking the Eagles, but... I know you don't. I really don't think the Bears are that good, so, you know. You, you can't pick the Bears, not no. right now. No. There's no way anyone can pick the Bears. No. King hasn't picked the Bears either. No. So, <laughs> it's just a complete mess in Chicago. Mm-hmm. That's all you can really say about it. Yeah. yeah. I'd love to give some more nuance on it, but, you know, what, what else can you say? But uh. they just seem like they don't want to win right now. No. The, the play calling is just head-scratching. Yep. It's best. Then you've got the Minnesota Vikings at the Kansas City Chiefs. This is a really tricky one. Really mm. tricky. Um, I think, assuming that Mahomes is still going to be out. say he's still out. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I think I want to go Vikings. So you think Chiefs lose home games back-to-back against NFC North opponents? Yeah, I do. All right. No, King's gone for Vikings as well. Mm. Jumping off that Chiefs train, I don't know. It's a tough. That's a tough game for the Chiefs without 
Mahomes again. Yeah. And I, I, like I said, with regards to the game against the Packers, they didn't look terrible. But I just think it's going to be harder for them to pick up wins without him. They need to run the ball better. LeSean McCoy didn't get enough yeah, touches. No, yeah, they didn't at all. Damien Williams as well. The Detroit Lions at the Oakland Raiders. <laughs> this this is a this is a game of two teams that are probably overachieving. I say probably. Well, two teams that probably haven't got the record they deserve in some ways. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I just mean I think probably as in historically they're not. Oh well, we didn't think they were going to be as good. Yeah, as they are. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I got you. Right, so who uh, who rides this one then? Raiders at home. Yeah. Lions on a bit of a streak. Yeah, the the Raiders at home can be tricky. But they're not on the diamond, are they, anymore? No. Which I always think is a bit of a leveller for marginal teams. I'm going to go Lions. Okay. Yeah, King's also gone for the Lions on this one. I Yeah, I wouldn't want to call this game. No. This is not going in my echo this weekend. Nope. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are heading to the Seattle Seahawks. Mm-hmm. It's a long, old distance. But do they get a win from it? No. No. <laughs> No, they do not. What a letdown. Mm, sorry about that. No? Any reason in particular why they're not going to win this one? Uh, I just think the Seahawks are better than them. <laughs> the end. Oh, all right. Okay, fair enough. Well, uh, King's also gone for the Seahawks. I don't know. This is one of those kind of trap games for me. Uh, the Seahawks aren't... You know, It's not a fortress in Seattle anymore. No. And if the Bucks do get a couple of scores up, they can frustrate Russell Yeah, Wilson. but I do think that... Probably just that they're high-powered enough, enough, if you like, offensively to to keep up with them, mm. and that's probably why I would right. give them the edge. I tried. I tried Bucks fans. That's all I can do is try. The Green Bay Packers are at the LA Chargers. Packers. <laughs> yeah, Kings are going Packers as well against his Chargers. Mm-hmm. Is what it is, I guess. Yep. You know, got no faith in uh, in old Steichen to so, mm. so pull out the OC book. Oh, fair enough. Then we've got the Cleveland Browns at the Denver Broncos. Oh, I can't pick the Broncos because I don't know who the guy at quarterback is. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. so the Browns. <laughs> I, I was almost in my head making an argument before I'd remembered that it wasn't going to be Flacco. Not that obviously he's the yeah. saviour, but I was always almost making an argument to pick the Broncos, but I can't now. So yeah, Browns. Yeah, they're in a similar situation to the Bears, aren't they? Where mm-hmm. they don't really want to look like they want to win, even yeah. though they're trying to win. Yeah. Uh, yeah, King's also gone for the Browns. I mean, if it wasn't for that first quarter against the Patriots, they might have they had a, you know, at least an argument to win the game. Yeah, but yeah. They're not terrible by any means. No. There's just a bit. There's problems there. That's all it is. They need to win this game yeah. if they don't have any chance of, yeah. of a half-decent season. Then we've got this should be a great game. Sunday night. It's the New England Patriots at, at. the Baltimore Ravens. Not in Foxborough. Mm. At M&T Bank Stadium. What do I think is going to happen here? Come on. I'm going to pull the trigger on it. Yeah? Yeah. I'm going to go Ravens. Go for the Ravens. Yeah. They're a bogey team bit to the, the Patriots. Mm. Maybe they don't win all the time, but at least cause them problems. Belichick doesn't like new things. Mm-hmm. He likes beating up on pocket quarterbacks. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Lamar might just get away with it. You just don't know. No. I, I'm not sure if he can read defences like someone like Deshaun can. No. 
So if they do come at him and he relies on his legs, then mm-hmm. he might be in trouble. But yeah. Or it might get him out of trouble. So might it might, but yeah. they need to scheme against that. Yeah. They need to spend all week looking at that defence and trying to figure out quick slants and mm. getting the ball out quickly. They can't allow Lamar to get smashed up. Yeah. Because that's what Bill's gonna do. He's gonna mm-hmm. run zero blitz until yeah. they figure it out. Yeah. If they don't figure it out, he ain't gonna stop calling it. Yeah. But Obviously, the King has gone for the Patriots because he's gone for the safe bet. But I do think that the Ravens have got a great chance yeah. of beating this Patriots team. Yeah. If they can get the scores on them, Patriots aren't designed to, to catch up. The Monday night game is an NFC East matchup. Mm. Two, two, two of your favourite teams. Uh-huh. Yep, big Dallas fan. Cowboys at the New York Football Giants. Yeah, they're Cowboys. Cowboys won this in week one, 35-17. to 17. Yeah. You think it's a repeat, do you? Yeah. Clean sweep for the Cowboys. Yep. On their way to winning the NFC East. No. No? <laughs> you were trying to catch me out there and well, it's not going to Okay. Well, the King's also gone for the Cowboys. Yeah. It's the safe pick, mm-hmm. obviously. I don't trust a lot of what the Giants are putting out on, on paper. Yeah. Uh, and the Cowboys have got better weapons. Yep. So that's, that's a sensible reason. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> I'm aware. <laughs> the... LA Rams, the New Orleans Saints, the Cincinnati Bengals, and the Atlanta Falcons are all on the bye, which is why we ain't picking them. Yep. So those are the 14 games. They are indeed. For week nine. We will be sat watching one of them live. Mm-hmm. Great, because it's an afternoon kickoff, so we'll get a chance to get back in time for watching the other games. Yes. Uh, last game at Wembley for this year. Wembley's always a great stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, Better so, than that yeah. other place. I think so. I've had a chance now to be at both of them, so I... I don't need to be at the other place. I, I prefer just, Wembley to I just soccer. know that Wembley will be better. <laughs> well, that's a soccer thing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so thank you very much, guys, for listening to the podcast. Um, make sure you're liking and subscribing. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you're pressing the like and subscribe on there and even comments because, you know, why not leave a comment about how much Sai hasn't told you the truth about their, your team? <laughs> yeah, please do. <laughs> yeah, I've obviously nailed it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Or maybe I haven't. I don't know. You let me know. But um, yeah, and also check out jimtheking.com for all of our footage on there. We also post up the King's picks, so you can see it in the image form there and links to the videos and to the podcast, which we do every week until we stop doing them, <laughs> so, <laughs> which we will stop doing eventually. Yes. Uh, but until next week, I've been Jim. That's been Philly Sign. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah.